0: Sir.
1: Sirius XM Ow. Hey-o,
2: everybody
3: loves when we're on the air when the show hey-o. starts up hey-o, hey-o. heyo. hey everything you need I'm uh, dragging my ass this morning I'll be honest about it went to bed nice and early. I uh, got that advanced copy of Bachelor in Paradise. So I was watching that with my wife, and we both passed out. I was like in. Uh, I was in unconscious. Unconscious. What are you doing, Robin? You're walking around. You're not. What, where, what's going on with you? I see you walking around at the beginning of the show. What are you doing? I think she's having some issues getting on the air, Howard. Ah, okay. Well, we'll have to straighten that out.
2: Ah, ah, ah.
3: Good morning, everybody. Like I said, I'm just exhausted from television. I was watching uh, FBI. FBI has three different FBIs. So it's
4: FBI it's, everybody down on the floor get down get down.
3: Yeah, FBI if you watch it on TV, it's on CBS. I don't know what night it airs. I just DVR it, but there's three different FBIs. Ronnie watches it. There's FBI International, FBI regular FBI and then Tuesday night yeah. Tuesday night Tuesday. Night. Yeah, what's the what's the third one? It's yeah. FBI International FBI regular fbi and then there's fbi something else
5: fbi, most, want, FBI most, most Wanted. fbi most wanted <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so good right it's such a good show well the new the most wanted one now with the new guy is really good uh with dylan mcdermott yeah i love it yeah he, he's really good he's much better than the other guy was
3: i was busy with uh Hey,
5: guys, while Robin's working
3: out her problems, why don't you just kill that monitor so I'm not distracted? I'm like watching chaos. And then when everything's worked out, you turn it back on. Hold on, Ronnie. I'm working at some technical issues. Looks like mass chaos on the show this morning. (laughs) Guys, anyone listening to me? Guess not. Oh, there we go. Okay, thanks. Hello. And uh, the other show I'm watching is Seal Team, which is fucking awesome,
5: right? Yeah. Oh, it's a great show.
3: And yeah, that's on Paramount. <laughs> Seal Team with David Boreanaz. I'm busy with that.
5: Good and lord, I'm so his busy. His girlfriend's hot too. The the, the girl yeah. that he finally decided to be with. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm busy with television. I like it. Busy painting, television. Jessica. 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 (laughs) I love any kind of military show. You know, for a guy who didn't, uh, you served, but I, I mean, I didn't serve, but I have this imagination where I'm serving and I'm brave and I fight for my country and I can blow shit up and kill people. I mean, uh, it appeals to me, but of course, I'm a show. Very cool. I guess you know for real pussies like me it's uh, you get to live out your fantasies. You know, I'm a big pussy. I I could never be in the military because I uh, I I'd be, I'd get killed within 5 minutes. Even in in just training. I'd probably I'd probably have a heart attack even before I went to war. I don't know how dudes my age went to Vietnam that were drafted and then all of a sudden went to Vietnam and were able to sort of fight I mean, you know, you grow up in the suburbs, and then suddenly you're in a jungle shooting at, like, the Viet Cong. Jeez, I don't know how they did it. I mean, you never saw any action, but at least you, you were in
5: the reserves, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see shit. I went through, anyway, I went through the regular basic training, like everybody else. Was it hard? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you, you know, you go to basic training in June in San Antonio, Texas. And, you know, every morning you wake up in your own sweat because there's no air conditioning in the barracks or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah it's like 100 it's, degrees. It's, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty rough. I mean, the Air Force basic training is nowhere near. Uh, I I I mean, I know it's tough, but I I know the Army is a lot tougher. What's tough about it though? Do you have to run and then do push ups? You have to run. That? You have to run every day. You have to, you know, go on hikes and with backpacks and all that kind of shit. You know, it's, it's... Yeah. you must have been ripped, right? Yeah, I, I was mean... in, that was, I was in the best shape of my life. Hell yeah. When I came, ba- when I came back, you know, it was six weeks.
3: Do they teach you combat? Do they teach you how to, like, fight, uh, mano a mano? Do they give you some training skills for? Yeah, they give fighting? you
5: training skills like that. You, you know, you, you shoot, you qualify, all that stuff, and, you know. What do you shoot? Rifle? Yeah, yeah. That's what they gave you, a rifle? Yeah, it was an, uh, M16.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that had to be pretty cool. That's badass, running around and, with M16. And a, and a
5: handgun. Uh, if I remember right, they were forty fives, but I don't, you know. I can't testify. <laughs> that was many moons ago. Yeah. And what would you do about jerking off? Like, did you jerk off in the barracks? You know what? I think they put shit in your food, man. I really believe that. <laughs> salt Peter. That's what yeah. they do. Because salt Peter I- is stuff that keeps you from wanting to jerk off. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, you, you didn't even feel like you, you wanted to. First of all, you're so exhausted. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know that, and plus, you know, you're in in the room with fucking ninety guys in in a barracks. Um, but what then, about taking a shit? Like, do you have a wall between you, or is
3: it just nope? nope. Uh, like, why do why in the military can't they give you a wall so you could at least shit? I mean, why does everything Same. have to be so fucking? Same thing with the showers, man. Wide open, you know? Really? I mean? Yeah. You and do see your dick and everything? Huh? Oh yeah.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. I
3: see. I couldn't serve. They have to give me a private stall for showering. See, that's the problem. I'd be, uh, excuse me, Sergeant, uh, I haven't showered in 100 days. Uh, I don't need these guys laughing at my dick. I can't believe you have to shit. Like, why humiliate our troops like that? I mean, does you know what I mean? Like, well, why can't, like, they're building a bathroom in a barracks. Why can't they put up a little divider or a wall? You know I what I mean? Know. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean,
5: <laughs> but it doesn't happen. I don't think it makes you a better soldier to shit in front of other dudes if i may say so well i think it toughens you up you know <laughs> yeah yeah, it sure does yeah just took a shit next Ooh. to another
3: guy i feel like i'm ready to go fight
5: yeah what do i know listen i never served so i don't know well, i'm sure robert she went to basic training yeah, but i do she, she didn't what the do women, shit. she, what she, the women she walked did. in
3: she walked in as a lieutenant
5: a captain rather
3: No, No, you still have to go to basic. Did you go to basic or did you have to? Well,
6: our basic training was officer training. It wasn't the grunt training. Right. And so uh, what what they're talking about, though, is the breaking down of your individuality. That's why, you know, just no barriers. All of you are in there together. You sleep tense inches away from somebody else it's to make you bond you know, so that you go out there and people don't fight for themselves in war they fight for the other guys you know, like they see Did their you, friends going, getting hurt
3: like you would smell the other dude's shit while you're sitting there right, Ron? yeah yeah. Oh. yeah.
6: it's like Ron, being what a about pack you? animal
3: but you wow. didn't shit in front of other people right, you had your own barracks I had my and...
6: own little private room and I had a wow. maid <laughs> i had a maid oh.
3: well she was an officer yeah yeah that's i mean that's the that's the thing she wasn't a grunt Did you never showered with other female officers did you robin
6: no no i, no. I wouldn't even know where they were right <laughs> when it was time to shower i had my own bathroom
3: she went in as a professional they needed nurses so uh right. you know they they're not gonna fuck with her there you go there you go. Robin would have quit the military if she had to
6: poop publicly. Oh, I never Would have d- joined. Yeah. No. <laughs> that was <laughs> the primary. Do I get my own bathroom?
5: <laughs> we asked, no, we no, used no, to have bro. this one dude, though, jerk. he would jerk off all the time. He didn't care where he was. Of you. Oh, my yeah, God. yeah. 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 He jerk off in the fucking shower. He didn't care. Unbelievable. Where was he from? I bet the South. So, yeah some some yeah he was from some uh small town somewhere i forget where yeah a lot
3: what? of hillbillies like they, they they. you know it's like going to, it's like going into boot camp with richard christie you know he'd be like well that's yeah. what i was gonna
6: say richard would probably have no yeah. problem with that
3: i'm gonna jerk off and shit in this can i mean he'd be happy in the military
6: that would step guy- up he lived in a a storage locker <laughs>
3: The guy, the guy would just be standing there in the shower, beating off.
6: Yeah.
5: And like what the other dudes he say, would, hey. he, would jerk, he would jerk off in his fucking bed too. You know, with everybody watching. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give a shit. He didn't give a shit. What a man! Wow. Was he a big dude? Was he like a tough guy? No, no, not at all. Wow. And did anyone get on him? Like, did anyone say to nah. him, well, "Hey, dude"? Nope. I mean Remember we used just to break talking? his ball we used to break his balls and shit, but uh nobody real you know just joking around, but he didn't care wow imagine how do you, how do you think I'd love to look that guy up and see how he made out in life
3: because if you if you just like are willing to jerk off in front of other guys and jerk off in the shower while like men are there. There's no way you could be successful. Like it didn't turn out he was like Steve Jobs from Apple. You know what I mean? It wasn't (laughs) like he, like, you know, he, he he probably wasn't even qualified to work like a, a, like a government job or something. You know what I mean? Like a guy's just, uh, he's just not qualified. He has no common sense. You don't jerk
5: off in the shower in front of other soldiers. Where would he shoot his load? Right in the shower, man, because the shower is like it's an open thing, man, and you just jerked off and let it go. So his
6: jizz could have gotten on you. You
3: know, (laughs) He could have gotten pregnant. He never got it on the other grunts.
5: He never, like, uh, accidentally
3: spilled onto it. No, because sometimes I spray, you know.
5: Yeah, he would kind of like, he would kind of finish in his hand. And then, like yeah. wash, you know, wash it out. Ugh. You know.
3: And when you say that, so would everyone like kind of say, "Hey, he's, there. He is jerking off again." And they, and yeah, I guess you were watching because you saw where he finished,
5: he would right? Break, we, yeah, we'd break his balls so and we go, "Oh, you're at it again, huh?" <laughs> and he just and that didn't laughing. slow him down. And that nope. didn't slow him down. Nope. Nope. What was Not he? At all.
6: Di- who was he jerking <laughs> off to, Howard? Like,
0: don't, don't you know.
6: have to usually like either right. or something? Did he? He didn't bring any Utah. He could just nope. jerk off.
0: No Quiet pictures, down, no, Officer
3: no, Ronnie. I'm, I'm thinking about Lonnie Anderson right now. What a babe she is. Was Raquel he gay? Wills. Maybe he was looking at you, Ron. He was uh, like staring nah, at. Nah,
5: man. He didn't. Nah, he he just do his thing, man. He wouldn't look. you would see you would see it in his face, like he was like so into it, you know. Like he was like he was fucking a chick. Wow. <laughs> you know? And everyone was okay with his boner in the shower. Yeah, like we this, didn't. Yeah. Give, nobody gave a shit. We, we, wow. we, you know, we made a joke out of it. What are you going to do, man? Hey, boner. I would think he'd be. I think. What, are I would you going to report I would think, the guy to the sergeant? Hey, man, the guy's jerking off. What the yeah, is? I would have. Excuse me, Sarge. I got a problem. There's
6: a guy <laughs> yeah, jerking
3: be, off in the shower.
6: They would have jumped all over you because you were exactly. that.
3: Exactly. <laughs> and by the way, a guy jerking off in a shower of naked dudes, he ain't totally straight. I'm sorry. I,
5: I, you know? No, it I've wasn't t- like he was staring at us or anything. He was in his yeah, own but he was probably all charged world, up. Man.
3: So it's all charged up, looking at all that man-ass. Yeah, Give me a break. <laughs> Good the Lord.
6: That seemed I mean... to be the only stimulation around, right?
5: Yeah. Mm, wow. And, you know, like the worst the worst part, you know, you'd wake, like I said, you'd wake up at like 5 in the morning and they'd wake you up and, you know, lights would come on. You didn't know where the fuck you were half the time. And then, you know, it'd be 100 degrees because you're in San Antonio, Texas in June. It's like, you know, disgusting. Jeez, I can't. Wake up in like, I, went sweat. To,
3: I went to summer camp for six weeks out of the summer and, you know, live with other boys in the bunk. And, man, you never jerked off. I didn't jerk off the whole summer. I mean, uh, I didn't even think about it. I mean, you're going to jerk off with other dudes around. You know, who is this guy? We got to look him up. What the fuck is wrong with yeah, him?
6: Yeah, what was his name? Don't say it here, but we got to send out a front <laughs> yeah, to, to see how he turned out.
3: Mehmet served. Did you ever see dudes jerking off at basic training?
7: Hey. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I jerked off once in like a matter of months. I was saying uh, to, to the guys, like... The
8: rumor was they put things in our food to stop us from getting horny. They right. put salt right. Peter in the food or salt
7: something. Peter. getting salt boners. Peter. Yeah.
8: Which, again, remember, I was like an 18-year-old guy. I was jerking off, like, nightly multiple times a day. But in basic training, yeah, I just wasn't horny for Absolutely. like six yeah. weeks. Plus, you're exhausted. Yeah. And you're exhausted. I went to, when yeah. I went
3: to college, I roomated with two dudes in the same room. I didn't jerk off that whole year. I mean... I just never thought about it. There were two dudes in the room. I'm not going to jerk off. Right. I-, I can't imagine how I'd be ostracized if I was busy masturbating in front of them.
8: And the other thing is, like, when you're a, a trainee in basic training, you're the one who has to clean the bathroom. There's not a janitor who's going to come and right. clean up the cum. So you're cleaning your friend's am saying. the shower floor. I, I can't disgusting. believe
3: Ronnie's platoon didn't, like, jump this guy and say, listen, asshole, you jerk off again. We're going to beat the shit out of you. Right. And Me, too going to put your face in it see how tough i am robin i'd be a great military uh, well man.
6: you're right i don't know if you could carry it out but you're right.
3: i'd be like hey boy what you doing <laughs> jerking off in that, cl- in that in that shower you're gonna clean that yourself oh yeah who's gonna make me me private stern thank <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Richard Christie told me he used to have sleepovers with friends when he was in Kansas and they all jerked off together. There's something so fucking wrong with him. I had a friend when I, I mean, he's so disgusting. I mean, I, I, you talk about jerking off. I had a friend who had a sleepover at my house one time. He was staying over for the weekend and I'll never forget. He said to me, Hey man, let's jerk off. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, you're in your bed. I'm in my bed. We could jerk off. I go, dude, that's not happening. I'm jerking off in the same room with you. I know where that's going. In my mind. What
6: happened to that guy? What's he doing?
3: <laughs> actually, I know what happened to that guy. And I'm not going to tell you what happened to him. But actually, very <laughs> successful. Extremely really? successful. Yeah. yeah wow. That guy. I mean, I wasn't jerking off with him. And, that, and I stopped <laughs> being friends with him, quite frankly. I thought he was weird. <laughs> i did i never saw the dude again i, I was jerk, just like you know i
5: told you i told you the story i jerked off with my neighbor what was that i told you when when i lived in uh the garden apartment my next door neighbor and we used to uh, the chick next door with her husband i told I you that remember story. this one what yeah i told this? it on the air i remember what do you mean, were that you one swapped one? No, no no we we were like 14 15 years old and it this this guy and his wife, they would leave the fucking blinds open. And oh yeah, in the, in the in the bedroom, and they'd be fucking in and and she blowing him and shit. And we were watching. And you jerked off next to your week. friend. Yeah, we, I got to well, tell we, you, wait, I knew wait, a kid. We went wait separate, a We wait in separate beds. I don't give a all. shit, dude. <laughs> you jerked hey, off with dude. one of your
3: pals in the same room. Listen to me. Yeah, when I was a kid, you know, you, you there was no porn, there was nothing. There was a kid who live near me. He says to me, you got to come over. My aunt and uncle live in the basement. We can watch them. They fuck all the time. <laughs> so we're outside me and this kid and we're watching his uncles and his, and his aunt are sitting in lawn chairs in the basement. Don't forget. I was in a poor neighborhood. So they're sitting there. The uncle's reading a playboy picture, the scene, the, the uh the dude's wife is sitting there next to him, playing with his dick and jerking him off while he's reading Playboy. Because she was fuggly like you wouldn't fucking believe. So this dude would look at Playboy, and she play with his dick while he right. was. Re- now I'm watching this thing, and I'd never seen anything like this. And I think he was like grabbing his wife's titty. You know what I mean? Like like looking at the Playboy and then How squeezing could he change, her titty. What
6: well, did he have to leave her he titty had it, to like, change he the held pages it up? Or? Yeah, like he held it up
3: like he held it up like this and he was squeezing some titty once in a while and then he did like changed the pay and then she's jerking him off. And I was like and like and, and like I couldn't believe my friend was like betraying his aunt and uncle like this. You know what I mean? Like like, dude, you're letting me watch this? It's so embarrassing. I was really scared they'd see us. But they didn't see us and I watched for a while, but I didn't say to the dude, let's jerk off.
6: And he I mean, didn't say you let's jerk off. Nobody was interested in jerking off together. Dude, Maybe just, it's me. No, nobody was was wants it. Nobody
5: wants me to jerk <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> this, chick, this chick was hot, at least though. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I I wasn't well, jerking off in front of another dude. Yeah. Plus, it's not going to uh, happen. He 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 had. A, he, I told you the story. He had an older brother, and his brother used to keep uh, keep his uh, playboys hidden in his desk, and we used to find them. And yeah. we, we fucking take him out and jerk off and he caught us one day. <laughs> he, oh. he came walking in the fucking room. He came home early from work. What'd he say? <laughs> he goes, put my fucking magazines back <laughs>
0: and don't,
3: <laughs> don't
5: touch my shit again. <laughs> He didn't you know? say my brother's gay. You
3: see, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I got to tell you something. I had a friend growing up. You see, I have a similar story, except mine doesn't end up with me jerking off with my friend. I remember my, my friend had an older brother, same guy who let me smell his finger for the first time. He was older than us. He was fingering some girl. He came home all excited. He says, yeah, I fingered my girlfriend. We were like, hey, can we smell your finger? And it smelled like ass. Quite frankly, I'm not sure he put it in her vagina, but uh, I remember I wanted it. I was almost like Jesus. This is what a woman smells like, you know. His See, fingers he was smelled in the like vicinity,
6: but he wasn't it, sure what neighbor.
3: You know where to I park. don't know. But man, his fingers <laughs> smell bad. I mean, uh, like me and my friend were standing. there. His brother holds out his finger like this, and <laughs> we're sniffing it like it's like it's um, you know cheese or something. Yeah, with wine. But but anyway. This dude had a collection of, um, Playboys and National Enquirers. And the National Enquirer back in that day had naked chicks in it. Or yeah, semi nude. Yeah. And Africa and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, nah, nah, no, I'm not talking about National Geographic. I'm talking about the National Enquirer. Oh, the Enquirer. Oh, uh, hot. Yeah, they'd have hot chicks. Yeah. Or they'd have transsexuals, supposedly. You know, they, they say like the, the, the shims. Yeah, 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 right. So. We found him. We looked at him. I didn't jerk off with the dude looking at his brother's magazines. We looked at him and then we left. And then when I went home, I jerked off thinking about what I saw.
5: You jerk yeah. off with another That's dude. So fun. Yeah, I'm not ju- missing out, Howard. I'm not jerking <laughs> the guy off. I'm jerking myself off. Yeah. we're in separate, laying in separate beds with the, you know, we're looking at the magazines. We're not looking at ourselves. I don't know. I'm man. not looking at him jerking off. I'm looking I, at I the fucking magazines. Well, we used to have those.
9: We'd have parties where we didn't have magazines, and we just look at each other. Oh, that's fucked up. I'm sorry,
3: <laughs> Richard. You don't think,
9: Richard? You don't think you're a little bit gay? I mean, or or at least bi? I
6: think a lot gay.
3: Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Really? You you no. would sit with your friends and look at them naked and jerk off to them?
9: Yeah, it was kind of when everybody was discovering what beating off was and you know, yeah. the, I remember my friend the first thing he, he's like I can make a baby now, watch. And he jizzed in front of me and I, I was oh, like, "Oh, that's good. pretty cool." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked would up. Would you guys here. would you guys try to come at the same time? Um, no. No, it just oh it it would happen so fast yeah Yeah.
3: okay (laughs) but no one thought to bring like a playboy or something that at least you were not looking at
9: another dude jerking off they were hard to find back then like i Mm -hmm. i searched everywhere in my parents house i tore their house apart to find my dad's dirty magazines and i guess he just didn't have them so Mm -hmm. i'd have to jerk off to this magazine fur fishing game it was like a hunting (laughs) magazine and it had like um a woman in a bikini in a boat ad. That was the only thing I could find. So, <laughs> so we didn't usually have dirty magazines handy.
3: Be honest. Did any of you dudes ever like say, "Hey, maybe I should jerk you off, and you jerk me off"? No, no. Tell the truth. No. no, not you, Ronnie Richard. <laughs> Tell the truth. You never jerked another guy off. Be honest. No, no.
9: It and no never one jerked you off. No, no one jerked
3: you off. I don't believe no, it. Never was. Did, ha- did you guys? Did you guys have a wrestle nude? Were nope. you kind of, no, no, mm-hmm.
6: just bathing together. That's baths, as far as yeah.
9: it went. Took yeah, baths, baths we, yeah. bit each <laughs> like other,
3: bubbles. <laughs> wait
5: you a minute. You never yeah. took your foot and touched the dude's cock with your foot? <laughs> how, no. Wait a minute. How do you nope. get in the, in the bathtub together and not touch anything?
9: I don't get it. Well, we were facing away from each other like our feet were touching each other.
3: Yeah. And what yeah. about your
9: dicks? Were you guys hard? Uh, No, not in the bathtub.
3: When, when we got out there, it was different. <laughs> yeah.
6: Mm. Howard, you don't know the etiquette. You don't get hard at the bathtub yeah, when your feet are You know what's idea. weird? Like that'd Richard, but here's the
3: point. Richard doesn't bathe when he's alone. So like no. like so if it's another dude, he'll get in the bathtub.
5: <laughs> but what was <laughs> the what was the purpose of that? Getting in the bathtub with your friend?
9: I don't know. We just always bathe <laughs> together know. when I stayed a, when I stayed <laughs> over no. his How do I you, know?
5: Dude, you must, what, you, I never asked. Why is his dick in my ass? I don't know. <laughs> dude, they experimented. I guarantee it. I do too. I think they he's touched embarrassed a little, to say Touch little balls and shit. I,
9: I'll bet they did. No, no. I mean, it, def- no, it depends no, on how no. you define experimenting. Mm-hmm. Like t- <laughs> to me, experimenting was just you know watching each other beat off. Yeah does resting your balls on another man's eyes count as Mm -hmm. experimenting see i've done more with Mm -hmm. sound than i ever did with my buddies back then well yeah i do all my experimenting here now (laughs) get paid for it Uh. (laughs) that was was all leading to a career all that shit i did back then (laughs) Mm. did your did your friends ever jizz on you uh No, it was so, oh my God, this is so gross. I hope you didn't eat your breakfast already, because my friend had a spot on his carpet in his room that he would always jizz, and he must have jizzed there hundreds of times because it was this crusty big spot in the middle of his room, and everybody would run over to jizz on that spot, like to <laughs> add to this crusty spot in his carpet. Mm-hmm. It was like so can-
3: mound. So you came in front of other dudes?
9: You know what? The only time I ever actually came was just when it was me and one other person in a tent. While he was rubbing <laughs> your balls, <laughs> no, we, were, we each had our own sleeping bags, Ronnie. Yeah, and, uh, we had a
5: hole cut in it,
8: though.
9: yeah <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is, man?
6: I don't get you. And guys. how do these? i feel so bad for the moms they got a the mom walks into this room and there's a thing on the floor
3: where all the neighborhood kids have just well that wouldn't have happened in my house my mother would have fucking ripped me one one is this because she inspected my room every day like two or three times a day and if she just spotted crusty here Oh, my mother would have killed me. You know what? You know my father was insanely cheap. He grew up in the depression, so did my mother, and like they took it really personally if you fucked up anything in their house. I told you I used to chew on my furniture, and that got me, a I mean that got me in big trouble. I mean I don't know what I. would. I guess that's the way I dealt with my shit. But you know, if I came on the floor, my mother would have spotted it. She was like an eagle eye. <laughs> <laughs> i mean unbelievable
9: she'd make you clean it with a toothbrush what are you doing that? with this
3: room this is my house then she'd get that big hanger and start whacking me <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's like what the fuck i told you i left a t-shirt on the bed she left me a scathing letter that all my friends saw i finally got chicks up to my room to hang out like girls who were friends of mine and they, this, the hottest chick I knew was this chick Rita. She came over. She never came over. Finally, had someone come over. She sees the note on my bed and reads it out loud to everyone. Wow. Howard T-shirt on bed. What's going on?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and all the kids
3: were like li- l- laughing at me and like, and I was like, oh fuck. I go, yeah, my mother's insane. Why did you leave a T-shirt on the bed? What are you doing? Who do you think's gonna clean that? Who do you think's gonna pick that up? If I had jizz on my carpet, forget about it. Who? My mother would have. My mother would have sat there on her knees, scrubbing the jizz out, and and like you know, pulling me into the room to make me because every once in a while I have shit stains in my underpants. That became a life lesson. That would be the life lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the grit in your underpants. And my sister's four years older and she had hot girlfriends that would come over. And my mother'd be washing the grit under my underpants and uh, uh, out of my underpants and then leave it in the sink where they all use it. So they all had like, how did they wash their hands? These girls, they had to come in and they and use the bathroom and then they'd see the grit in my underpants being soaked in the sink. My mother would take a bar of soap and rub the grit. I Ugh. first have to Ugh. rub the grit out of your underpants, and I'm did like, make you, know, "You
9: did it make you wipe better next time?" It wasn't wiping. I guess sometimes I got itchy back
3: there, and I'd poke my finger like with my underwear into my hole, and maybe pull out some <laughs> shit, or you know what I mean? I don't know. I had, I had problems back there. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to wipe. No one taught me how to wipe. But I had to figure it out. I didn't have a toto. I needed that,
6: and then you but basically never took the grit out yourself. You you always let your mother find it. Well,
2: yeah.
3: I tried, but then my underpants would be soaking wet, <laughs> and that would bring up a whole other. She was like with the FBI, my mother.
2: Like <laughs> I, I couldn't think about put, that
3: too. yeah, I couldn't put wet underpants into the hamper because then Run. she'd be like, "What? You you're creating mold. You can't just <laughs> put wet underpants in the hamper." What's wrong with you? What did he do? He had grit in his underpants. (laughs) You don't know how to wipe yourself. (laughs) Oh, no. No, I don't, obviously. Humiliate me more. Fucking made me feel like a maggot. Oh, my God. Can you
6: imagine if that letter was about you jizzing on the floor? And Rita never, came over. Oh
3: God! Did you
6: jizz on the floor? I didn't. Are you kidding? When I jizzed,
3: I had like fifty tissues. I made sure there was no evidence. That shit got right down the toilet. Oh God! And my my. I remember my sister had one friend who was super hot, like smoking hot, a ten. This girl Sharon, and I had a mad crush on her. She saw the grit. She saw it like, like she saw, and you know what it would, like if you, like my mother would soap up the sink and put the stopper in. And uh this is the bathroom we all use. My sister used, my, my sister's friends if they came over. So then she'd soapy up the sink and make a big tub of soap in the sink and then put my underpants in. First she'd rub them with her knuckles to get the <laughs> grit out. And then she'd let them soak for a good hour or two. Um. And then you'd see little flakes of duty floating in the sink. (laughs) That's where you brush your teeth. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a grit soup. (laughs) And I'm just like the whole time I'm sitting there going, like I look like Waldo in the Van Halen uh, video in Hot for Teacher. And I'm like, I'm sitting in my room shaking that the girls are going to come in and see my grit and my underpants. And they saw it. I know they saw it. well at least
6: they saw the you know i mean the evidence was there like they'd be like mrs stern is soaking in the sink mrs stern where can we wash our
3: hands there's there's you know underpants howard's underpants are in the sink (laughs) 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 well i told you one time i guess i had shit my underpants a bunch of times and my mom hadn't really cleaned them i'm getting ready for school i got no underwear I go, oh Mom, I got no underwear. So she gave me a pair of her panties to wear. <laughs> go away. I swear oh to God, God. I said, there ain't no fucking way I'm wearing your panties to school. No fucking way. You're going to wear them. What's the difference? i my panties. I go, there's a big fucking difference. Those are panties. Are you out of your fucking mind? I go, Jesus Christ. So she, I guess she pulled out an old pair of underwear out of the hamper, and I don't know. Must have put some talc in there and told me to wear them.
9: <laughs> <laughs> what imagine you get hurt on the playground and they have to like? That's what I was imagining. Well, that's
6: I'm, what like, I'm
9: like thinking. First of all, <laughs> panties
3: have. How old were you? Have, uh, old were you? Uh, Nineteen, twenty years old already. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. I was probably about nine or ten i don't know i fly guess out. i don't remember but i'll tell you what the obvious i remember putting the panties on and feeling real real weird and by the <laughs> way my mom had giant panties i mean she had the kind of panties that went up to her tits so like these you know i was a thin guy i mean i I couldn't fit that in her panties too well number one and then i put them on and i realized this is weird there's no opening for a fly right right and then I'm like, what if I shit my mom's panties? And then I'm really fucked. <laughs> which could happen. Cause I remember my first day of kindergarten, I shit my underwear. I had a big, I like, bad I had actual Lord. shit in it. Yeah. I had, I had issues. I shit my pants <laughs> and I remember smelling real bad for like an entire day. Oh, yeah. Oh, the the, well, there was a bathroom in the kindergarten, like in the classroom. I don't know how that was happening, but I remember being in there and I went, Oh fuck, I shit my underwear. And it's, you know, you're five years old. So I, I took some toilet paper and got most of the big pieces of shit out of there. But I had some, I had some major, like it wasn't streaks. I had major shit in there. So I put my underwear back on. It was all wet. And I went, shit, I got to wait till three o'clock, get home. <laughs> oh. And I stunk. I mean, i like, uh, <laughs> You know what it's like to I I you know a year later I thought back and I go, it's like the, the origin story for the Joker. You know, it's like the <laughs> serial killer. It's like the Jeffrey story. I guess so. <laughs> oh man,
5: what a nightmare growing up was. I what was you he... Why? I I was an only child, so and my parents owned the business, so they'd go they'd leave, they'd go to work. At 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, they wouldn't come home till 7, 8 o'clock at night. Oh, that's nice. So, like, my house was, like, I everybody the- brought their girlfriends over to get fucked and all this shit. It was crazy. You know what, Ronnie? I had a
3: moment like that. Um My mom was, uh, they had her heavily dosed on um, uh, Valium or something, one of those narcotics, because uh, she was such a depressed woman. My dad would go to work all day and my mom, when they put her on these pills, she got all pepped up and went out and got a job. She'd never had a job in her life. She became an inhalation therapist at Mercy Hospital. So my mom was at Mercy Hospital all day. I was a senior in high school and I had the house to myself. It was empty. And, uh, I used to invite kids over to smoke weed, uh, you know, at lunch break. We had modular scheduling. You could leave. Uh, I fucked two girls at my house. Um, while my mom was out of the house. So it was pretty major score for me. Two different girls. So, I mean, I had some shit going on. It's great. Yeah. And my sister was in college. So I had the house to yeah. myself. Yeah, Used to too. make whiskey sours. <laughs> uh, I come home, have a nice whiskey sour and then go and then uh, smoke some weed and get right back to English class for the next period. They give you a lunch break. And I'm like, hmm, I'm going to have a liquid lunch. I'd have a whiskey sour <laughs> and uh, i smoke a joint and then go back to English class and take a snooze.
2: Oh
6: wait a minute, is this in, nope. in high school, Howard?
3: Yeah, 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 in a but nice I situation.
6: you didn't have any friends and nobody in the class talked to you. What, I, I don't weed understand. We,
3: you know what, these were kids who uh, never paid attention to me, but when they heard I had weed, they actually uh, came over. There I was a guy who came knows. over, was he was a very, yeah, he was a popular guy, jock and everything, he'd come over and we'd hang, you know, because <laughs> weed, that was a difference, so I had like five dollars worth of weed. Because I had a job at a plumbing <laughs> supply house. So I was, uh, yeah, I was sort of happy. And then I met some girls that uh, from another, uh, they, they didn't know me from high school. I was a loser there. But uh, one came over and had sex with me. It was
9: pretty cool. How did you but, get rid uh, of the weed smell in the house? Like, so your parents?
3: Well, my know. mom wouldn't come home for hours. I'd smoke. Uh, my bedroom window, I'd open it up and I'd hang my head. You'd see me, my head would be out the window and I'd be smoking weed. <laughs> and sometimes I'd smoke in the garage. I'd say to everyone, come on in the garage and we'll smoke. Yeah, and they nah, never and noticed
9: see- the whiskey was missing.
3: Now nah, my parents weren't drinkers, so like I would just take a little bit.
6: You know
9: they weren't. You know
3: I had a blender, ice, the whiskey wow. sour we were, mix.
6: You were like one of those kids, like risky business. Yeah, I had a little. I, I,
2: yeah,
3: but guess what? Killed it all. My mom one day comes home and goes, "I'm done with these antidepressants. That's not good for me." <laughs> oh my god quit the job the whole thing Where went back to farm? being depressed are my f- wow. I was like, oh you mean you're gonna be home <laughs> yeah yeah so then she'd be home then my friends would come over and we had a you know you had to take your quaaludes upstairs in my bedroom and you couldn't smoke and, and then we'd just go out in the backyard and sleep after my mom after my mom made us a sandwich my friends would come over we'd drop quaaludes then she we'd talk to her at the table and we'd start to get sleepy you know (laughs) she'd make like an egg salad sandwich and then we'd go out in the backyard we had a big chaise lounge and uh We'd all, we'd all pass up. My mom goes, that's good. You're napping. She like, (laughs) come on. It's a kite.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh, 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 my goodness.
3: Well, listen, I needed, I needed to be sedated too. (laughs) I mean, come on. I was not having a good time. What a weird scene. What a weird scene, but jerking off in front of another dude. That didn't happen for me. I wouldn't take him baths with other guys. I had one friend growing up when I was a little kid wanted me to jerk him off. And I was like, dude, I don't know. He was naked. He's sitting there with his boner. Must have been about eight years old or nine years old, ten years old. And it was before you you could come. Like, you know, you'd uh-huh. heard about it, but you didn't really know how to do it. He pulls but his pants down. But it wasn't down, an
6: immediate no? You thought about it? Well, I was just like, hmm,
3: is this something I should be involved in. <laughs> <laughs> I see this, and the, and the dude had a big cock. At least one looked big, oh. a lot bigger than mine. <laughs> he wanted me. I remember what he wanted me to do. He wanted me to like rub it between my hands like a hot dog oh. and go like this. He told wow. me
6: he didn't know you any know. good technique either.
3: Yeah, really no. Good. And I'm like, oh, I know, hmm. <laughs> Look. I was desperate for friends, but not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Jerking guys off. Come on over and play with me.
6: Uh, Let's go to Stern's house. He'll jerk us off.
3: (laughs) Imagine. Yeah, you know, I didn't have many friends. Imagine the start of my book. I didn't have many friends, but I had two or three guys who would come over and get jerked off. (laughs) Ah, What the hell? What's going on, man? (laughs) I badly wanted friendship. So I I quickly learned by rubbing a guy's penis they would come over and play with me. Not everyone, just a few friends, which was all I needed. Three or four good friends. I would have been like that blowjob Connie that Ronnie knew. You know the guy right. stopped by for a handjob job. Hand
9: job Howard. Job
3: Howard.
9: <laughs> He's a great guy. Makes you,
3: makes a mean whiskey sour and then he blows you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I didn't have any of that going on, man. I, I wasn't going down with that. Oh. No. Good Lord. I don't know. I Oof. I went to I went to see my mom, of course, this week. Ay, So depressing. I'm a good son though, man. I do take care of that old woman. You know, I sit there with her, we talk.
6: You said spent you're a, having good conversations.
3: Yeah, we had some good conversations. Well, the, I first get there, it took, I, I spent a half hour practicing how to work the television with her. Uh, I go, Mom, let me see you work the new TV. I got you. Not now. I'm like, uh, oh, we got to do this, Mom. I don't want to. Do- and then she wants me to leave right away because I'm pressuring her to work the TV. I go, Mom, you love television. I, I got this new TV for you so you could hear television and watch television. Let me show you how to do it. Well, it was unbelievable. It was like 2001 A Space Odyssey when those monkeys see the, um, <laughs> monolith. You yeah. know? You know, the, you know, and the monkeys like, hur, hur,
2: hur.
3: so my mom's laying there in bed. I get, she turns the TV on fine. I go, Mom, you did it. It's on. But I realize what her problem is. You know, I got the sound thing worked out. She's she goes, look, I hit zero two and I'm on channel two. I go, okay, that's good. Zero four, I'm on channel four. She's got cable. She's got thousands of channels. She thinks the only two channels she has are two she got and four. The
6: same old channels, three of them. <laughs> well,
3: I go, mom, I'm going to show you something. It's go- it's a game changer. What? <laughs> it's a game changer. I guess she didn't know that expression. What game? What, what game are you changing? I go, no. I'm going to show you something with the TV that's going to show you you've got hundreds of channels. All right. So I showed her. You see, Mom, where it says CH on the clicker? Yeah. If you press that up you'll go to another channel, like you'll go from channel 4 to channel 5. And if you press it down, you can go down the channels. Uh Uh-oh. What? Don't bother me with that. It says volume, V. No, V is to the left. CH, you see CH is here. She can't hear a fucking thing. (laughs) CH is channel. It stands for channel. I'm not good with new things and you're yelling at me. You're yelling at me. No. I'm trying to tell you, not yell, because you're hard of hearing. Oh, boy. (laughs) I mean, this is what's going on well. I show her the thing with the channel. She starts hitting some wrong buttons. Some menu pops up on the TV. Yeah. I go, give me the, give, give me the thing. I'll get rid of this. She goes, what's this? You told me to hit this. What is that? I go, no, that's a menu, a menu, a menu. Like that was. where I lost her on that one. This is why it takes a half hour. So. I'm playing with the fucking thing. I can't get rid of this menu. You ever been oh, in that dear. situation? Right. Yes, yes. Well, thank God. I guess it timed out because the menu disappeared. She's yelling at me, turn it off and maybe the menu will disappear. <laughs> start over again. I go, I'm not starting over again. You don't need to start over again. Finally, I get her to press with her thumb, CH, the channel. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, 2001 music comes up, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Look, mom. Channel five. Channel seven. Go hit it again. Channel eight. Hit it again. Channel nine. Now she's rolling. Hit it again. Channel 10. Hit oh it again now you're on channel eleven month now you can go back down let's say you saw something you like on TV on channel seven, but you're on channel eleven go back three what go back three <laughs> you can do it she goes back one two three I go there you go, you're on channel seven <laughs> fuck i go what's going on with you you can do this got you this new tv then the aide comes barreling and she go. she's afraid of the tv i go mom are you afraid of the tv no i'm not afraid of it <laughs> she goes sometimes she looks at the the speaker for the for the um sound and she thinks that's the tv i go mom you think this is the tv There's no, it's a speaker. I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. This is my weekend. I went over on a Saturday. I used to love Saturdays. Saturday was my day. I don't do any radio work. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're on the radio. Thursday and Friday, I'm in meetings wall to wall about the radio show. So I really don't have any free time. Saturday's my big day. Saturday's my day. Well, now, it's teaching my mom how to work the TV.
6: I'm just praying that you didn't leave and she was on Channel 11 and she forgot no. how to go back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> then she said no, no, because she says to me, to tell you the truth, I don't have much interest in TV anymore. And I know she does. I just don't think she likes the TV. It's the same. I don't know. She was doing you it. You changed
6: fine. it and it's just not Right.
3: I should have just left it alone. This is yeah. again my 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 I try to do the right thing by my mother. I should have just left it alone.
6: Sometimes for older people, change is too much. They need I it didn't just realize.
3: the way they're used to. You know, I've heard that for years. You know, for older people change is too much. Plus my mom's on morphine and stuff, so she's all fucked up, you know, from confusion and stuff, but she's okay. Yeah. She's you know, don't ask. Then I spent the next half hour figuring out what she wanted for lunch and dinner you have to go through the uh, menu
6: uh-huh
3: and that's a whole other fucking story for lunch was tomato soup so i go mom why don't you have tomato soup for uh, to start i don't want that. i want borscht oh boy with no beets <laughs> i go mom isn't borscht uh, borscht Beats. isn't that with isn't that beets <laughs> and she starts to write down on the piece of paper that you give to the person for the lunch Uh she writes down borscht no beat now she writes you can't even read what she's writing you know what i mean her handwriting's not yeah i go mom give me the piece of paper i'll write down borscht with no beats and I'm, I'm baffled. How can you have borscht with no beats? Borscht is <laughs> beats. soup. Was the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so I figured, well, maybe she knows what she's talking about. I don't know. Or is this the, is this the morphine talking? I don't know. <laughs> but I wrote down borscht, no beets.
2: <laughs>
3: then she had a choice between chicken parmesan with spaghetti or fish and chips. I go, mom, what do you want? Fish and chips. Or spaghetti. What? Uh, which one would you... I don't I don't know what I want. I don't know. Well, if it was me, I'd have spaghetti. Why not? Live it up. You think I should have spaghetti? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I think you should. I think it might be nice. What's that come with? Let me sing. Chicken Parmesan. Chicken parmesan. Yes. All right. Tell them to cut it up. I go, Mom, there's no one here to tell. Oh my like, Write it down on there to cut it up. <laughs> Mom, they're not going to cut it up. Cut up the chicken parmesan. When it comes up here, the eight will cut it up. No, write on there. Cut up the chicken parmesan and spaghetti. So now I'm writing out to cut up the chicken parmesan. <laughs> listen, I'm not going to argue with her. <laughs> I go, Mom, it says here you can have dessert. Yeah, I'll have the fruit. I go, okay, what kind of fruit? I don't know. Just write down
9: fruit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> don't ask. It's, so and then that was, soup came? What? Uh, with that beat, Well, beep. I don't know. I I got it. Probably out of there
3: just a bowl <laughs> of
6: hot water. If you
2: don't
9: the empty put beets in yeah. your borscht. Yeah,
3: I was there. I was there at eight thirty in the morning. Then she says to me, You want some borscht? I go, No, I'm not gonna be I'm not spending all day here. You're out of your mind. <laughs> I didn't spend a fortune on AIDS to sit here with you all fucking day. You're on your own with this borscht. I mean, who asked for borscht with no... It's like getting apple pie, but hold the apples. <laughs>
9: <laughs> you can't
2: I do
3: that. <laughs> eat the crust.
9: I mean, what the fuck? We did a call one time, Howard, where we called. We said, like, let's uh get a cheese pizza, hold the cheese, and hold the right, bread. Right,
6: right. I remember, I remember that. that. <laughs> but, yeah. the, the guy like, crazy.
9: Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. And there's a lot of that. And then... My mom spent some... We spent some time reminiscing. I go, Mom, we had some good times. What else can I do for you, Mom? What can I do for you? You're doing enough for me. You're a good son. I couldn't ask for better. And tell Beth I love her. How's Beth doing? I go, Beth's doing great. Tell her I love her. I'll tell her you, uh, you love her. You think about your father? I go, of course I think about my father. I've been thinking about my father ever since I was born. I <laughs> can't stop thinking now. about him. Yeah. <laughs> when she asked me a loaded question like, you've been thinking about your father, I'm like, I think she means like, oh, you've been having good thoughts about your father. Right, right. No, I'm I'm in total confusion about what happened with me and my father. <laughs> you know, and then we went over the story again how she met my father. Oh. Yeah.
6: The ribbon is that far back
3: yeah i don't know and then she started telling me some weird shit about my dad i might say i mean i don't know what? it's not like well i don't know It, it'll, it'll, a lot's coming up but you know i go mom she loved my father very much and he loved i mean they had a good marriage uh, what, uh, 75 years or something, something crazy like that 75 years of marriage
6: 75 years is indicative of a good marriage well, you know, from I'm what I observed, about... okay.
3: From what I observed, they had a good marriage. I mean, you know, when okay. I say good marriage, they respected each other. My father didn't yell at her; he didn't hit her. She didn't fucking cheat on him. You know, you know what I mean. Like, uh, and they enjoyed the, one the another's company. But you
6: don't know if they were really happy, compatible. I think enjoyed they enjoyed each other's company.
3: I think they were symbiotic. My mother took care of him; he needed mothering. She needed fathering, and they gave that to one another. I would say it mm-hmm. was successful loving relationship
6: okay Because i I was looking at the you know they were saying the queen was laid to rest by her beloved philip and i'm like just because they were together 100 years we Mm -hmm. know that was no happy marriage
3: look do i think my father was fucking my mother and like having a party no my (laughs) mother's such an old-fashioned prude she was a virgin when she got married she told she told me one story she goes I was seeing your father, and he came up to me. It was a cold winter day. And back in those days, we wore these, I guess, like a muff or something, like where you put your hands in in the winter. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but it wasn't a muff. She didn't have money for a muff or something. She had some kind of dress she was describing. She goes, and your father comes up to me and puts his hands in my Pockets. Well, I said to him, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you have three sisters. What would you think if a man put his hands in her pockets? And he said to me, What do you mean? He was surprised by that. <laughs> I let him know. You don't put your hands in someone's pockets. I'm like, oh, fuck. This poor bastard was probably just trying to get some pussy.
6: He was being affectionate. Yeah, he yeah, was no, just yeah. letting her know he felt that way about her.
3: Oh, and the next thing you know, he she made him feel like a pervert, you know. He was just probably just, you know, excited by her, I guess
6: yeah but but my question is then what the heck was the wedding night like because she wouldn't even let him put her his hands in her pocket
3: i've asked her about that (laughs) i've asked her what like you know like how crazy did it get look i'd never been well a man before and i loved your father and i knew what i needed to do oh boy (laughs) and as far as i know your father didn't have much experience either and I know they had a book called What to Do on Your Wedding Night. Because I read the book when I was a kid. I saw it in their bookshelf. <laughs> First reading <laughs> you, know, you ever did. First book. <laughs> I was like, Mom, did you put on like an outfit? I had a nice nightgown that I wore. And I go, were things awkward? Listen, they were very good. We were, we had, we were very happy doing what we did. But as far as I know, she just she just did the minimal i don't even know that she blew him because i tried to ask her i said did you ever blow dad?" and she was like i did what i I can't picture you blowing him i did when i had a and your father was very happy and i go the guy did not appear to be happy i never saw i never saw him get out of bed whistling
6: pent up right yeah, it seemed like
3: up. he seemed like he got a hold of me and yelled and screamed all day <laughs> that, that doesn't seem like a guy who's getting laid all that much maybe if you <sighs> fucked him every once in a blue moon i would have been okay <laughs> and he had a stash of porn my old man he had plenty of fucking porn he had books and all kinds of shit so
6: did you ever see him in such a mellow mood i mean did you no. ever like boy no. he must have gotten laid <laughs> no no i know he <laughs> no jerked off like after. That. he'd go did upstairs
3: you never walked no, in on them? No, a- no, no, no. There was no, never I don't anything
6: th- to walk in on, right? By the time I was <laughs> born, I think they
3: had closed shop. <laughs> <laughs> My mother had a great rack. I mean, she had huge titties. You know, I don't know if she, if he, what he did with those. Chitty. Like, I could see him titty fucking her, but Chitty. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if he was that. I don't, I don't see think that. So, I don't think she'd go. I can't imagine my mother laying on her back while my dad played with her tits and put his dick between them. I can't see it.
6: You have three sisters. Yeah,
3: right.
6: Titties. and she used
3: to say stuff to me like, "Men with all the sex, everyone is all sexed up, and believe you me, I don't need so much sex." It's all in their hand. And I'm like, oh, this, no wonder this guy takes it out of me. <sighs> when your father took his penis and he's trying to put his penis between my breasts. And I said,
9: listen, pal, these aren't hot dog buns. <laughs> Did your mom know about your dad's porn magazines?
3: Yeah, I think she knew and was upset about it because I knew I knew what my dad was up to. He he. Um, I, I I deduced because I used to go through all their stuff when they'd leave the house, mm-hmm. and I would. Um, my dad would. You. I saw he had um, pieces of tissue paper as a bookmark in his porn books. Oh, like you know oh. some of them. You, you know, and like um.
10: I oh, every kind it. you
3: read. You actually. read Yeah, you read like there were stories. And um like Penthouse Forum type stories, but long stories, most of them really weird, like really <laughs> fucked up, like some dude locking chicks up in his basement and shit and uh don't ask but, you know i mean and i'm like uh this fucking guy he's really he's got he's got it bad and um and he's angry of course he's the marquee the are you
6: sure he never acted on any of those things like no i don't think so place where he had no a
3: no up. no i understood my mom's just not real sexual she doesn't get it you know she's very spiritual and she you know who does she admire she admired the Maharishi Mahesh yogi who was a, a monk She she told me, I wish I could be celibate, but your father has needs. I go, well, he seems to be handling it himself. So I saw his books. I think what he used to do, he'd he'd get home from work. I felt bad for my dad. Like 7 o'clock at night, he'd get home. He left the house at 6 in the morning, got home at 7 o'clock at night. Because we lived in Roosevelt. And Roosevelt was a two-hour commute to the city. Mm. You had to take a train. You had to drive your car. He'd park in Queens. Then he'd get on the subway. Don't ask. and. uh, so by the time the guy got home, he'd eat. He didn't want to talk to me. He barely wanted to talk to my mother. And I'd bust his balls while he ate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 oh, oh.
3: You know, I wanted to sit with him, but everything bothered him. Because all he wanted to do was eat up. Then he'd charge. The only time I saw him real happy, he'd sing a song, he'd run upstairs. So I knew what was happening. He was going to go take a shit and probably bring his porn book in there and jerk off. He <laughs> And I was in there like, a
6: long time.
3: Uh-huh. And, oh my god, like like a good half hour. Like a lot wow. was going on in there. So I figured oh, he okay. must jerk off then.
9: You know, and then he it's was, just then funny he was to imagine somebody having to read a story while they beat off. Not I did that for years because I used to I used to look at his
3: books and I was scared because I had a I was like the FBI. I had to write down the page number that he was on and everything because I was sharing his porn. He didn't know it. If he ever caught me, leave it the uh, way
6: you found it. You had to make sure, yeah, that he didn't know somebody else had been opening his book. Mm, Yeah. What are you doing with my (laughs) palm? You moved my book. I lost my place. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the middle of a
8: story. I was in the middle of a very good story. So,
2: yeah.
9: you used to read the stories too? Like, is it like sure. a movie where you wait for a good part? like to Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I like jerking off the stories, actually. I used to jerk off the Penthouse Forum, too. I used to like that. I remember that. I those, like a good yeah. story. I'm like a chick that way. You know, women like stories. You ever watch, like, lesbian porn put out by other lesbians? I watch that all the time. I love it. Because it's like a little story. It's always like one girl isn't sure if she's a lesbian, and the other one asks the teacher, and. I watched one this weekend. It was pretty good. That's on a period I had to take care of business. And uh, there's two gals. One was a confirmed lesbian. The other one wasn't so sure what the fuck she was. She would never fucked around with a girl. So she convinces her to fuck around, the experienced lesbian. She gets her. She's laying on her back, got the legs spread open. The inexperienced girl is licking her pussy. And she goes, you know, you might want to put a finger in there while you lick my clitoris. Oh, I can do that? yeah sure <laughs> you mean the
6: inexperienced one is the one who's doing all the work
3: yeah yeah wow. she was teaching her how to eat out another she's gotta girl learn
5: dude she's gotta yeah. learn <laughs> gotta learn
3: so she's licking away and doing a nice job and then the experienced lesbian's like oh yes that's it that's it that's it you got it now you got it now very encouraging and I don't know what happened. I I blew my load, and that was the end Th- of it. That
6: was enough. You didn't want to find out <laughs> what happened? How did it resolve uh, did listen, it? Listen,
3: this girl needs to put in her 10,000 hours. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I got hobbies, you know what I mean? And I got to go visit my mother.
6: I wonder yeah, I if so- they have... You should look up this uh, subject, because there are a bunch of documentaries uh, on HBO or someplace now where Mormon women who were married to guys and you know they have a bunch of kids with the guy but they ne- realize they never enjoyed sex and all of a sudden they realize they're lesbians
3: yes i like to see and, that
6: and then they leave their husbands and they hook up mm. and you know it's a whole thing but i wonder if that's a, a theme uh in some of those porns where the more oh, woman gets I would converted i that's now what you're I, talking. Yeah, yeah, I'm asking you to go and do love some that. research. Now you're doing it for work. Yeah,
3: <laughs> That's a good setup. I'll give you that. That's a good setup. Good for you. Good for you putting on that thinking cap.
6: <laughs> now
3: you're thinking. But, uh yeah, I'd love to see a woman who's a Mormon married to a man who is just uh dying to experiment with a woman and she's hesitant she feels she's sinning against god and right. you know, oh my god oh the torture is beautiful <laughs> but,
9: <laughs> howard uh, i can bet jd is checking for you right now on-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll, bet you J- later. <laughs> I'll bet you jd's already seen five of those <laughs> uh-
8: I just I just searched the website and I see a lot of uh, gay male Mormon
3: porn. So, oh, uh, not into that. Not uh, for, not, <laughs> not, not no, yet, but <laughs> you know. that's not for me. That's not for me. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I was so stressed out from seeing my mom. I ran home and I thought I better just jerk off, and maybe I'll fall asleep. And then all of a sudden, I was about to jerk off, and I went. I'm still thinking about my mom and her situation, and she's in bad shape. And I went, I can't, even I can't jerk off. That'll make your dick fall down. (laughs)
2: Oh, (laughs) Even your dick, huh?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, you know what? I got to have some distance. I got to have some distance.
6: So how do you get over that? How do you, you know, get yourself into a new I
3: ate lunch. I had lunch, talked to Beth a little bit, went upstairs, took a little schnoz. After the snooze, I was in a better frame of mind, and I was able to jerk off.
6: Okay. You know,
3: takes a second. My age, you'd think it would take hours. I, I watched those lesbians go at each other. <laughs> bang, bang, boom. That's it. <laughs> right in. Need taken care of. Done. I realize in my life, if I look back on my life, there's so many times, instead of spending all day chasing women and trying to hook up, I should have just jerked off. You're done. That's it. I would have. I could have played guitar. I could have learned to paint. I could have I done a lot of things. Yeah, it's still not yeah, the same, what? dude. What do you mean it's not the same?
5: It's not it's the same. The, you, you, you put in a, put in it's not in the, in the same, nice but you know what? Place, you know?
3: Listen, nobody loves <laughs> pussy. You know what? As much as you love pussy, Ronnie, nobody loves pussy more than me. Don't get me wrong. I love fucking. I love women. And you know what? It's really, for me, not about being with a woman for pussy. For me, it's about having a connection with a human being. For real. I mean, I, I am desperate. I am so deprived of any kind of humanity that when a woman would even look at me and be kind to me. I told my mother this weekend. I see know, She goes, "That Beth, you did a smart thing bringing her into the family. She's so wonderful. I said, Mom, how would I get so lucky to have such a beautiful woman in my life? Who loves me so much. How did I get so lucky? She goes I hope you told her that. I said of course I tell her that. I'm so lucky to have her. Because when it comes down to it. I mean I was a very. I mean I had no contact. Real contact with my father or my mother. For that matter. Everything was about them. I was raised like a feral animal. Left to my own devices. So I am very love-starved, and by love I mean companionship. You know, Robin, I cannot be on my own more than five oh, ten no. minutes. Oh no,
6: I I tried to tell him that about himself. He didn't believe it. <laughs>
3: my, I didn't, but I didn't know what. I went through a lot of therapy. My wife leaves the house for ten minutes. I'm in pain. I miss her. I need I need my woman. I am very 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 about that. But uh, I did spend a lot of time chasing love. Or just having someone by my side.
2: Just to feel like somebody was
3: interested.
6: Single period was not going to work for you. No, I thought it would. (laughs) Robin was right. He he thought he was going to have a great time. (laughs) When I was single, I was in
3: such a panic. I had to go out and meet someone so that I wouldn't sleep alone. I'm a very love starved man. I could not uh, be on my own, it was impossible.
6: So I I was very happy when you found beth because i knew you could calm down relax yeah. and start to enjoy your life again Yeah, you were never going to be able to do that
3: i have a good time with beth we have a good time i have a i have a mormon porn update if you want to go ahead jd what talk. are you jerking off to these <laughs> diff- days? Diff- i bet diff- you something uh, really disgusting what do you jerk off to baseball days? cards <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: you're not, you're, you're still, not far off. Are you still doing that? Are you still buying those baseball cards? Uh, it, d- yes, yes, I have. Uh, so. Shit, I wish I could talk you out of that. That's a waste what of What do
6: they call that when they open the cards? Card breaks. Card breaks. Oh, I haven't boy. done many,
8: I haven't done any card breaks hardly at all. That's, that's too much of a gamble now. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll get a card here and there.
3: So. right? you ever hear of a guy his age with card breaks? No. what is
9: that yeah the fuck is that what's your most oh. valuable card oh i
8: you know what that's listen that's all relative i i i have i do have an aaron judge autograph card that i got uh recently um out of a box so that was kind of you sure it's his autograph yes because it's it was in the box it was it's authorized <laughs> oh, by oh, there you go um, i just got a well, card I'll tell was, you what dude oh who'd you get a card from I, it's, I it, mean, you might not, you're not gonna know who they are. I got a card signed by Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. I know Ken Griffey I and Ken Griffey Jr. Guys. I don't know. I don't know. Those are some of the on. biggest guys. Are you crazy?
3: <laughs> so, uh, wow. anyways, back but to the, dude, more. isn't it? Do you think there's a lot of got? How old are you now? How much does he
5: pay for this shit?
8: Well, that, <laughs> the Ken Griffey card I got out of a box that was $99, but the card's probably worth, I don't know. It could be like 400 or so
3: bullshit oh. go find someone to pay that that's the
6: problem Yeah, it's only worth
3: uh, you know what you remind me of I, I go over to this guy's house he's telling me what his house is worth he's like oh <laughs> you got it he goes you wouldn't believe i go do me a favor let me see you get that everybody with how much their house is worth then they go Put to it sell it, it. The market. You, yeah. you, you're standing there and nobody's looking for it <laughs> what are you talking about i'm not looking to sell it anyway it's so, like you're whatever. like trump you see what he Trump, they found oh. that he, he used to say uh, Mar-a-Lago is worth seven hundred fifty million dollars. They say at the most it's worth seventy-five million dollars, which is great. I mean, good for him. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him. But you know, you 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 do the same. You should see what my Ken Griffey card is worth. Four hundred. I'm not going on like
5: for, that. Let I'm me not see. Going you get, like $40. get forty
3: dollars. Get forty dollars.
5: Okay. All right. Do you, mm. do you ever sell anything? No, I
3: keep I'm everything.
8: Not, I'm not selling anything right now. I did try to sell. I did try to do some stuff at the national the convention, but. Uh, yeah, all the, all and what vendors, happened? Well, the vendors were under the vendors were under buying, like they were only putting up seventy five percent.
3: I know what? about this. Don't worry, I get tips on you.
8: I know this I, is the I, guy I who this. just
3: told it's you his not, card what happened. His card is worth four hundred dollars. JD tried to sell some of those Fuccactor cards, yeah, it, for two hundred dollars. Couldn't get anyone to buy it. No,
8: they no. wanted wow. to buy them for two hundred dollars, but they were worth more. So oh, that's that.
3: Okay. Thank you. (laughs) worth more in your whose head? Yours?
11: (laughs) eBay, eBay. You know that's how people
8: do these fucking comps now. They look up eBay fucking price. So you're going to conventions too? No, I only went to the one. I'm never going again. That was that was crazy. So why why won't you go?
3: Wait a minute. What? No, I mean, why won't you go to the convention? Well, it was just it's not it's too. That, that, that is a
8: place for people that like the hobby is their lives. It is more than a hobby. It is like how they do business and what I mean. Every single person <laughs> there has. Like you laugh su- at them. No, no, I'm not laughing at them. It's just how it's just not there. It's way too serious for me.
6: No, he was uh, looking at his future, Howard, and he said, Oh, <laughs> let me get here. imagine. That too, that too.
3: Imagine like uh five years from now, JD's at the convention with his suitcase full of cards. I didn't have a book bag. I had a book bag. Everyone else well, had I got suitcase. I got a steamer trunk. I got you all beat.
9: Uh, <laughs> did they yell at you for like not knowing your stuff or no, something? No, like no, no. No, it wasn't like that. But you know, yeah, this My, guy one
3: guy walked in, he goes. Uh, J.D. goes, you hey, want to buy Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Junior. and The guy laughs at him and goes, ha ha ha, and he opens up his suitcase and he's got fifty thousand Ken Griffey. That is true. That
8: is very true. Stuff like that was happening.
3: But Ronnie, you have a, a guy. What do you know? You're fifty years old, right? How old are you? Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm forty. Uh, God, I'm forty two. I turned okay, forty two in December. 42 year old guy with baseball cards. I don't know. Seems a little, it seems a little bit childish. What, what, hey, John. It's a
11: hobby. It's a hobby, hey, what's right? up? It's
3: amazing to what watch. Do you, what, what do you want? <laughs> I observed him
11: watching, well, looking at cards when we were in LA, he looked at this Tom, <laughs> a Tom Brady rookie card. He was drooling over it and basically humping the, the oh, counter. Was humping, uh, he was so hard for this card that it was amazing to watch but there what's were it questions. cost what's this, a tom uh, brady this, this fucking guy what's had
8: it? to ask who tom
11: brady was yeah, giselle bunders' husband
3: <laughs> you don't know you don't know tom brady well now Even i, I do. know i that. know yeah, yeah now i do but wow. yeah,
11: his, his obsession with cards is, uh, it's unhealthy and, uh, his it's cards unhealthy.
2: are oh, unhealthy. <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> I
11: know what I'm talking about. It's Get so worthless. Here. You went and you it's trekked. now. Yeah, okay. to the, I've told you this. You trekked to the convention with all your cards. Okay. You know, he, right. he left the convention at 5 a.m. He went to Atlantic City for like one day. The guy in the room next to him was watching TV. All yes, night, he couldn't yes. sleep. Then he wakes up at five in the morning to drive home. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, so I can be home for a meeting, for a work meeting. All right, thank you. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> well, you gotta, you gotta stop because it's dangerous, sorry, JD. I, uh, dude, you, you know what I'm like, doing. <laughs> I know what you're
3: doing. You're I know collecting. what you're doing
11: too. You're fucking traveling. Right.
8: Listen, we yeah. all spend our money in however we JD, want. JD, uh,
3: how much yes. is a Tom Brady rookie card,
8: dude? I mean, it depends on what type, uh, and 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 how. What the grade is on it,
3: like a piece the one you were looking at with the blip. What did you how much oh, how much? Dad, was it?
8: I don't I re- I don't remember. It was probably like guy it was probably in seven thousands. grand.
3: Yeah, it was probably a thousand. Wow. Yeah. wow. Oh yeah. Wow. yeah. He would have bought it, I think. Oh uh, if I
8: had the money, oh for sure. I would that's definitely a card that I would want.
3: Uh, wow. What would you do with it? Like you put it in an
8: album? no i mean you just have it and just you know, look at, it, like, at it. it it's like listen it's like what people uh, listen as stupid as it sounds where I guess- do you
6: keep these cards
8: yeah, they're all over the place. I have some in, like, a, a cabinet and some in a, in my closet over here. Under your pillow also. Tell them <laughs> no, about that not one. Under my, not <laughs> Don't
11: under be my, embarrassed, J.D. They're not under my yeah.
3: pillow. Okay. <laughs> he has them under his pillow? Yeah, yeah. No, they're yeah.
11: not under my pillow. Yes, J.D., you say goodnight, you kiss it, and you put it under <laughs> your pillow. You <laughs> oh, confide wow.
3: it.
5: He confided in me I about confided this. confided in <laughs> you. <laughs> are, are they in boxes or, like, in... Fr- I don't know. How do you, how do you, are, keep, how do you them? Well, keep them? yeah. Some are, some are
8: in a, uh, like a, a hardcover thing. <laughs> and then there's another lesser hardcover Let me thing. see.
9: Pull one out. Uh, let me, let me see your covered thing. How d- remember he used to collect spoons? Remember when that was his yeah. big thing? And, and everybody yeah, was sending mean, him spoons. And you know what? You that. want to know what? The spoon made more sense to me. At least you could
3: eat you with mean? that fucking thing.
9: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're what <laughs> What's he going to do with it? <laughs> a purpose.
3: Uh. You could melt them
11: down also. Are oh, they
8: in,
5: yeah.
11: in a locked box, man?
5: Do you uh, have a key and
8: everything? Uh, oh, I don't want to get into the, No, not right now, but I do want to get into something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, a the car. Car. Let me see. Excuse me. Let me see this. <laughs> it's called a one-touch. It's like a hard. Oh, you have that laminate. Classic thing. Now, who it's is that?
6: laminated. You can get a the case. card out.
8: It's a yeah. c-
3: card case. From our Chase rookie. Oh, very nice. So what, well, who is that in that card case?
8: The wide receiver for the Bengals. The JD's team. Right. Um, and then there are others. Oh, I got to get
9: Who's other-
6: this hard okay. case thing
9: you're talking about?
3: <laughs> it's really bad when Robin like goes, who's another- your hard case? It's like, <laughs> it's like a woman. Call- when a woman does it, it's awful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let that's me see.
8: This is what they call yeah. a top loader. This is, it's not as fancy as a one touch, but it's hard. It's a hard case. And you put the card in a penny sleeve, which was a <laughs> was And you put that in the top loader and that's how you <laughs>
6: score.
2: <laughs> but whose
8: card is that? This is Barry Sanders,
6: uh, rookie, rookie card. So that's really So they're worth just a little like bit. hanging around. There's it's not, not really any fun. organization to it at all. I, I listen. I, I, I <laughs>
8: look, the organization is a uh, fluid process. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
11: always
3: happening. JD, it's always continuing. JD, do you think this is childish? I mean, most of the people collecting these cards are probably like, uh, uh teenagers.
8: I, 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 not I I definitely see it as a, uh, there's a childish aspect to it. I also see it as a, uh, there's a part of it that's, uh, it is a, as ridiculous as people can think to sound, they are, like, can be a piece, like a piece of art, uh, in a way. So, you know, that's how I see it. I
3: I just think there's a worship of these big, strong guys that, uh, you know, it's just odd. I
8: I can see that too. Um, But, uh, you know, it's... It's something I like. For whatever reason, I I could probably, you know. <laughs>
6: it's probably I just wonder something... what it adds to his life, Howard. Does he take these cards out and show them to people when they come? Oh, to it's visit? nice to look at them.
8: Yeah, it's nice to look at them. It's uh, you know, some and yeah, some could be some sort of investment. But I don't know exactly. Always
3: think. What of it is that the way. dream? Would the dream be to ultimately own? All of the football players, uh, pictures. Would <laughs> no, that be the dream? No? no, there's
6: certain <laughs> I mean, cards. Like there's, or a you know, particular team. What is it? No, there's a, listen,
8: there are, uh, goals of like, you know, getting a Michael Jordan rookie card, a Tom Brady rookie
9: card. Um, Mahomes know. rookie card is that I've been into a getting
8: lot? like vintage cards. Like I got like a, a, a card from 1933. Uh, wow. yeah, the they other didn't day. say that. Um, who's know.
6: on that card can you see it's some guy no it's some like uh, some guy <laughs>
3: <laughs> well look uh leave him alone i mean uh, i mean i wish he would save i wish he would take some of the money he puts into these cards and put it into uh an investment robin maybe um sure. a stock a mutual or fund a mutual or something. fund yeah. something i, I know, wish I, I wish i've talked to him about it off the air if anyone hey. lest anyone think uh i haven't
6: That's why I'm saying all these vendors at these conventions have to wait for with J.D. is the day he needs money. Right. Because he's going to be easy to get those cards from. (laughs) He'll not walk away from $200 for a $400 (laughs) card. He'll hope to get that much. That could be it. That could be the day. J.D.,
3: I'm going to ask you a tough question, okay? Out of all the cards you own, how many would you say you own? Give me a rough estimate. Do you know?
8: Uh
3: hold on. I think I have like over ten thousand. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the ten thousand cards you own, which player is the most
8: handsome? <laughs> most handsome?
3: Yeah, the one oh, you my. love to look at. Maybe you look at it and imagine he's your friend or he's uh you know. You keep who, it the one... close
6: by. <laughs> right. That you enjoy Travis looking Kelsey? at him.
3: Who do you like no, looking at? Oh, not Travis
9: Kelsey.
8: Uh God, I don't know. I mean, it's not that I find them handsome. I, it's just, you know, they, they're players I admire and stuff like okay, that. Joe Burrow, card? he's pretty hot. There's Joe Burrow, there's Joey Votto. Um. Oh, Joey Votto. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> I what know, about I Derek Jeter?
8: I See, I'm not a Yankees guy. I have, no, I have right. some, I have some uh, Jeter cards, but I'm, I'm not like a Yankees guy, so I don't, uh, you know...
11: Um right. J D could look like anyone. He said he wanted to look like Brooks Kepka, the golfer. That's a, yeah, he that's could, a golfer. That's a golfer. Yeah. He right. has a golfer no
12: card.
3: card. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I haven't looked at you know, I
12: haven't
3: looked at him. <laughs> Hi, uh Kat. You're on the air in Texas.
12: Hey, J D, thanks, Howard. Thanks for taking my call. Does your what does your wife think about this? Because my husband collects baseball cards. I mean, we're forty one years old and I swear to God, I'm so organized. I get I get just it drives me fucking crazy does she ever complain what well, what about
3: that what about your husband's cards <laughs> <laughs> annoys you is it the amount of space they take up is it just the ridiculousness of it what is it that really gets you
12: that's why you're an amazing interviewer that's a fantastic question all of the above i it takes <laughs> up so much space he does absolutely nothing with them at all i mean period and i have these huge family heirloom chests they're just beautiful they are filled (laughs) filled to the brim we just moved and i'm like what the hell can we not get rid of some of it no he won't hear of it and so i really in other
3: words in other words in other words what she's saying is if your husband came to you and said honey you got you wouldn't believe this cat i just sold my roger maris card for ten thousand dollars you'd say you know what okay listen the guy's making money um i'll put up with this horseshit. he seems to know what he's doing in other words this is n- there's no real purpose to it it's just it's just these garbage these stupid pieces of cardboard laying around and and, and filling up these beautiful Meaningless. chests of yours
12: meaning he, he lo- yeah, lo- this, this is exciting ex- uh, horse, that yeah, th- but this no
3: th- the, this is exciting. There is a card appraiser on the phone who wants to make JD an oh. offer, and I think we should uh, listen to this.
12: <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Kat. Bye.
3: Okay. Bye, bye. Uh, yes, sir.
5: Hey, good morning, Howard. I, I run a
2: professional <laughs> appraisal
5: service, and um, we've looked over the entire collection, and I, I I'm honestly, I'm impressed with the Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey
3: Jr. So I'd say if you find a motivated buyer, uh, this entire collection is worth about eight dollars. Wow. So you would give him $8 for the whole collection? Oh, okay. The whole collection 10,000 right. yeah. cards. <laughs> 10,000. <Well>, yeah. <laughs> okay. Better This guy is a This guy is This guy's a top card appraiser. So there you go.
13: Hey, Howard, I, I just wanted yeah. to mention something. Like I I love JD, but I feel so bad for him. JD, you never go to a convention and sell yourself to a dealer. Those guys did not become rich by paying full value for what you have i know wolfie i know i got it
8: i learned my lesson i learned my lesson i get it it's not (laughs) i got it thank you okay
3: wolfie did you try to tell him this ahead of time
13: he doesn't ask me for advice i I could help him though if he actually has (laughs) valuable stuff to sell i could i could help him do it but never go to a dealer that's that's a rookie mistake yeah yeah John, johnricky
8: I, I, I listen i i fully admit i was total i was definitely not
11: uh uh, uh, uh everyone felt a lot more comfortable there than i did so. i wanted to go to the convention with j d but he didn't let me like he was saying we went to meet a friend there. I would have loved to have gone, but he was like, no way are you coming with me. <laughs> what? Of course yeah. you should have This been is there.
10: his personal thing. He doesn't
2: want to share it.
11: It. The, yeah. it was
8: my first time there. I didn't want fucking Blit there, you know, waving a, a goddamn mic around my face the whole fucking time and, and interviewing Why? every single person there. That uh, Maybe that they would
5: have
3: taken star.
8: you more seriously. That's right. yeah. oh, Let me tell you no. something, J.D. I, Blit, I, was I, had,
3: I was a douche in high school. I wish Blit would have come and waved a microphone in my face because maybe the kids would have thought I was cool like that. Uh, yeah. Hey, what's this guy got going on?
8: I also I, did not want any, like, I just wanted to go and see how it was. And,
11: and see, so you're, you're not committed to your job. Also, oh, when we up, were please. in L.A., you know what J.D. did? When <laughs> what, we were what? in L.A., J.D. decides to go, everyone is working hard, you know, really committed to the job. What does J.D. do? He sneaks into one of the control rooms to watch the fu- the finale of Better Call Saul. <laughs> Okay, on your yeah, dime, no Howard. Dude. On your dime. There is no break. On your okay. dime, Howard, right. he's getting paid to watch Better all right. Look,
6: all I can say is I have a picture of J.D. getting ready to go to the convention that day. He had packed his backpack <laughs> with or book
2: bag, whatever it
6: was, with his best cards. Yeah.
4: And Not my best, but hit- the ones
8: I were willing to part with.
6: Go ahead. Okay. Well, he hit the floor of that convention thinking he had some gold in that book bag. And he walked in and found out he had nothing. Right. Uh, Robin, that is very, that is, you, you are, you're, the, you're correct. That
8: is exactly
2: what happened. <laughs>
8: Whenever I was driving up to the convention, I see every single person, walk, like everyone that was walking outside towards it. Zach, you're on the air. Had a suitcase.
3: You're on the air. Hi, this is
4: Zach J.D., a quick question Do you have any Pokemon cards or Magic cards? I'm just wondering I, because Are you in it for the sports or are you in it for the rarity and
3: like, how do, you do you have like Pokemon cards or Magic cards? I have not done
8: the Pokemon <laughs> Magic route uh, I'm not necessarily opposed to it But I just don't know anything about it
3: um, Here's a guy I, I, Remember this guy from Magic the Gathering The Grand
7: Prix <laughs> tournament This guy <laughs> was in this guy was in debt from magic cards how much cards money would you say you've spent on magic cards in your lifetime a lot 20000 yeah probably my collection's probably worth like 85 i guess a month ago i had a bag stolen from me and i probably was out like 4 grand are you like in debt from the magic collection i have uh, 6 years of student worth are student loans right now you spend so much on magic cards you ever think about taking some of that money putting it towards a student loan well, I don't have to pay those back right now. But, yeah, I'll give myself a whole bunch of time until I have to pay them back. Yeah. So you never worry that the money you're spending on magic could be used elsewhere in a better way. No, I, mean, <laughs> I can't worry about that. Yes, Ralph. What do you want?
14: Hey, oh, we go. Hey, hey, uh, hey, listen, JD. Listen, I get it. You know, I, I collect shit, stupid shit. But this is really stupid shit. But like, how? Okay, I, is
8: I, that- now we're just gonna compare stupid shit. I, come on. <laughs>
14: Card. All right, that's the one thing oh, I fucking, never uh, collected.
8: Iron Man bullshit. Wait, wait, wait for me. you. The action figures. What, what do you want from me,
14: dude? That stuff's cool. At least you can look at that, move it around, or something. A card is flat. He's
6: playing with his. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. JD, There's nothing childish about that. JD,
7: a little, wa-
14: a little water hits you. You are fucked. My uh, action figures can uh, get through water. All right, Ralph. Okay. What is your advice for no, JD? JD, JD the
8: the switch to
14: action d- figures. J- JD, the stock market's down to <laughs> nothing. It's like a fire sale. Put some of that money into a solid company.
8: Have so not is- lose money in the stock market. What? Haven't you lost money in the stock market? I haven't
14: lost a dime in the stock market. Okay. Not a dime. All right. I haven't have tolerate- lost
6: money in those cards. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Depends.
14: So, but seriously, get there, there was a play even apples down to light is a buy right now. So just you know do a little research. Watch Jim Kramer at six o'clock. I mean, he's great. <laughs> It's or get really. into
11: Pokemon cards, JD. Yeah, I think the point. caller
3: could be right. That's a good idea. Well, you know, John brings up a good point. You gotta diversify. Get a little Pokemon
14: cards, <laughs> yeah. get some yeah, magic cards. Know get some... Right. <laughs> yeah, but you JD don't know. Get, get plastic Spread. cards so they don't get wet and melt. <laughs> Diversity, right? You
6: gotta diversify that
11: portfolio. Put all oh, your nice. money into cards. I would say go into your savings um, account and <laughs> all cards. <laughs> this is my, this is my <laughs> advice to you. Oh, I know. I this. I know you'll crush that. it. Thank well, we'll talk out off air and i well, will make some wait. decisions. In other for words, you.
3: John, maybe he uh-huh. should just do a, a massive card break and hope for the best. That's a yep. that's a uh, that's All, it, that's money. <laughs> money, yeah. all his you. money, every dime he's earned.
6: I'm a, well, uh, the, problem the financial with JD's maven. collection is that he's sentimental too. He's not collecting for best. He's col- and most ex- you know most lucrative. He's collecting his idols.
9: Yeah, mm. all well, the that's... Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, some yeah. yeah let's go to george george you're on the air in
3: new hampshire
1: hey now howard good morning
3: hey now good morning
8: hey sorry a little late in the conversation here but talking about uh jerking off earlier i just had a funny story about getting caught (laughs) which is probably the worst part i got caught by my parents i think i was probably i don't know maybe 12 or 13 we just kind of figuring out how to jerk
1: off for the first time Right. And for weeks after, you know, I'd go downstairs and you know the whole family would pile in the living room watching MASH and my father'd be like, Hey, I put all your socks in the microwave for you or my mother'd be like, I put extra <laughs> T shirts in your bed
8: for you and and this went on for weeks and weeks before I we finally caught on. <laughs>
3: So. I don't know. You know what? I spaced out during your call. I didn't listen to a thing you said. <laughs> I'll be guy? honest. He about <laughs> I don't know and the micro- socks in the microwave. They so were
6: bored. hinting around that they knew he was jerking off. <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah, because of uh, their little snide comments.
3: I'm going to let you in on a secret, George robin's the only one who pays attention to anything on this show <laughs> I, I, I really i have no attention span for this crap we, i mean every, we
11: we all have ADD. all right though. thank we you george thank ADD. you
3: thank you gotcha okay microwave socks i don't know what that has to do with jerking off but
6: they didn't come out and say they caught him they didn't tell him they were just saying oh hmm. i left you a t-shirt on your bed so you can jerk off into it or i microwave oh. your socks so they're sterile I still don't understand, but that's all right. Don't keep explaining it
3: to me. I feel like like my mother with her TV. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, All right. Anyway, hey, there's so much to talk about. J.D., I wish you luck with these cards. And John, I hope J.D. will let you follow him around. I think it would be good. I think oh, so. What was I'm the
6: sure Mormon was. porn update?
8: Oh, yeah. So I, a, <laughs> there was another porn website. Uh, hold on. I got to pull it up. There was another porn porn website, and someone found uh true lesbian. Mormon sisters can't repress sinful feelings for each other. Ooh. So where do you see Mormon, that?
9: Uh, it's on How do I get hub. that?
3: How-
8: send send that right hub. to Howard. You want me to send you a link? <laughs> uh,
3: no. That means okay. yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: i'm not Understood. gonna look at it. i mean dude I, I don't really look at this stuff it's just a bit for the air okay. don't send that that means okay. yes send it i got you i got you DG, well, i will not send it right now well, i DG, remember DG, when you i was single you send that to stephanie <laughs> when i was single i used to um gary always did that to me all the time like you know there'd be um hot chick you know like that well, would be right. on our show or something and uh i was like oh if gary was a good producer he would just go over and say hey you know uh howard likes you why don't uh, you want to give him his you, know, you can give him your number but no never did he'd always come up to me goes hey boss you really uh you want me to get a number and i go no of course not it's disrespectful of course not and i never could take advantage of having a producer because i was too embarrassed to tell gary yeah go ahead Make a connection for me. I'm too lame to do it on my own.
6: Well, I don't know. Now that you saw how he handled the whole Ronnie thing, do you really think that would have been a good
3: idea? <laughs> no. I'm glad it worked out the way it did. <laughs> You're telling me this porn, JD, sisters, well, uh, you know, I think if they're truly sisters, they should repress their feelings. Are they stepsisters or are I they haven't, sisters?
8: I haven't, I haven't actually watched uh,
3: the thing. Uh, let me see Read it me the it. description again.
8: Well, it just says true lesbian Mormon sisters can't repress sinful feelings for each other. It may mean like they're Mormon, like they're just Mormon uh, right. people, and and you right. know, something like that.
3: Um, they're not literally sisters, exactly. Like so, maybe Mormons call each other sister and brother. You know, exactly, that is true, like that. and that yeah. you know,
6: even in those multiple marriages, they're sister wives, so that could right. be the key.
3: See, Robin, you think you came up with something original for a new kind of I, porn. I, I and, uh, expect it
6: to be original. They always have everything covered.
3: I was so proud of you. Now it turns out you just get sued if you uh, try to say that's your idea. Wow. Yeah, I want to see that, sure. I would like to see some uh, Mormon women tortured by their religion and then they just give in to it. See, to me, good porn... Is when there is a buildup, there is a story a little bit, like where the two of them are just so tortured by what they're doing. And my problem with porn is even once they get naked and they start like the, all right. So the, the Mormon women are tortured and everything. And then they start kissing and yeah. then right away they get into it. It should be more yeah, of like, Oh, oh everything
6: wait. happens. They're into everything. Yeah. After it should that. be, yeah.
3: It should be like, oh, oh, we have to stop. We have to stop. We can't do this. And then the other one should be a little more aggressive. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you know what? It's it looks, a seduction.
8: I'm, I'm sort of scrolling through it. It looks like there's multiple parts. There's like they're in their pajamas in this first part and they're sleeping next to each other. That's and good. They like start holding hands and now they're making out. And then See, like that's, that's too quick. And then, well, hold on, hold on. And then there's the next day. <laughs> there's the right. next day and they're watching them go day to someone's two. house yeah watching <laughs> Day them someone's two.
3: House. Yeah.
6: <laughs> and i never heard like, of
3: it a, a day two in a, porn.
8: <laughs>
6: this is a this is a series howard this isn't just a porn this movie mini
3: series so they so the two of them then and day two uh, they've just held hands and they were in the bed so they didn't do much and, and, and now in they're, in they're like f- in this first okay. part. yes oh, okay go ahead second part is what, second what part day is you
8: should see him and see them at their work they're doing their religion stuff and then I right. guess they're up late at night and whatnot, and then they start kissing, and yeah, the one's going down on the other. And
9: then, yeah. oh. <laughs> I love how J.D.'s your yeah. jerk-off research. <laughs> yeah. They're into it. Well,
8: yeah, I mean,
3: that's it. I mean...
9: Very uh... aggressive
8: uh, tongue uh, stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> Are they hot? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. They're into it, too. Good for
3: <laughs> JD, but Don't you think I'm going uh, to you know, Wouldn't it be hot if the whole time The girl's like I know we're going to be punished for this And the other one goes I don't care I can't help Myself and uh, I'm freaking out And I, oh, stop I stop th- and the other one Keeps going and you know what I mean
8: I, I can't hear the dialogue I did see One woman one girl like looks like she's Starting to cry because you know She can't <laughs> yeah that's good
3: <laughs> bring up that Can you bring up the dialogue let's hear uh,
8: that. that As my our system is not the Your audio would not system. work exactly. Right. I don't Howard, do you, system.
9: Howard, you know what you should do? <laughs> Hold on, let me see, what? let me see if I can get it figured out. So you need out. to Hold talk to like, you need to talk to like a Vic Legina and have them make you a custom porn movie. <laughs> like you write it, you direct it, and they make it just see? for you. I'd be embarrassed no, wait a minute.
6: That. I started this. <laughs> yeah,
3: make it for Robin. I'm
9: okay, <laughs> okay. with that.
6: No, Robin, no, make it for Robin. <laughs> I got to direct it.
3: Oh, good. Go ahead.
9: Oh, Vic would let, let
6: you do. Let me tell you Robin.
3: something. That is the pervious thing you've ever said because remember <laughs> years ago couldn't do it. when Penthouse Magazine was a the thing, they called me up and they said, come on over. We want you to direct a photo shoot. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go over. So I go over. I left within one minute. It was these two beautiful young women and this photographer. And he's like, yeah, yeah, put your hand on her pussy. And he goes, oh, Howard, you direct. And I'm like, uh, I'm out of here. I'm not telling her to put her hand on some pussy. I mean, I mean, this is even the words were embarrassing. So I left. I just I I was embarrassed. You know, I'm all talk. I'm not directing. I'm not directing. I'm
6: not going to go on one of those sets. Yeah,
9: the whole thing was sad. Honestly. You can do it over Zoom, Robin. <laughs> oh
6: no, no! I really, I mean, look. I think those girls go into the other room and cry. So I can't
3: be. <laughs> uh, JD, any luck with that uh, dialogue between I'm the two trying to get, tortured I'm trying
8: Mormons? To see if uh, Jason can put up the uh, the video and audio. There he is. All
14: right, I got the uh, the audio queued up. Yeah, these two girls are crying. It looks like the Mormon community is trying to split them up because uh, right, they found let out let what hear was
3: this. going on. Let me hear this scene, <laughs>
10: Because of (laughs) mental illness. (sighs) The way you finish your mission is the way you finish your life, he said. (laughs) he He said it as a threat. He thinks he knows something. I mean,
3: she's a better actor than Millie
9: Bobby Brown.
2: I
6: was gonna say these girls aren't being recognized. This is uh, great acting. A I like
9: very this. professionally too. They should get an oh AVN award.
6: AVN, they should get an Oscar.
9: Can I hear a little more? I'm digging the scene. Yeah, sure. It sounds like Power's they're pretty tortured. To yeah. I'm almost one done. Of
10: the families that we visited hurt, or, or maybe they found something during
9: the apartment check.
3: <laughs> Sounds like the we bachelor. We
10: weren't careful enough. We were. We've been. What if they send me home too? They're not going, they're not going to send you home.
14: Okay? Ooh, ooh. I think they look like They're going to kiss.
10: Listen, we're going to get through this, okay? we just.
14: What are they
3: wearing?
10: Just have to finish this out and then. They're, they're and then fully dressed, gonna, dressed right, right now. i like, okay? Just go I'm no. talking to the white it. sweater. I'm we'll for you,
14: okay? Bra, I'll come find the, you, I, promise. I can't tell a close up in the first scene. Over, is pajamas. It's pajamas, and now their cheeks what? are touching
3: when they're in their pajamas. Are they they're not wearing mm. a bra, obviously, right? So you can see through it.
14: Now Ugh. they're kissing.
3: Now <laughs> oh, they're kissing. Yeah, yeah they not oh, that the shirts are coming Stop off.
14: doing this. <laughs> she is wearing a bra. The one, the other one is wearing a bra, but it's starting to come off.
3: Nice.
6: So this is what you want, crying and sex. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I I saw a lot of that in high school. Robin, emotion. (laughs) passion. you got a great score. I used to say to girls, why are you crying when I'm having sex with you? Uh, After all, we're not Mormons and I'm not a lesbian. (laughs) Ronnie uh, was quite the director. Remember, Ronnie went to Scores to do a photo shoot. Ronnie took a bunch of them. Yeah, here you go. Here's Ryan.
4: All right, let me have McKenzie lose your dress. All right, lose your shirt on. Come on. Okay. Lift your g from on. What am I doing? I'm making her look hot. Okay, up on the wall. Up. up on the wall. Up on the wall. Up on the up on the couch. Turn around. Look at me. Look at me. Put your ass up in the air. Smile. Stick your tongue out. Sexy. That's it. Nice. This is style. We need you to lose your dress. Right now? Right now. You ready to start shooting pictures? Nice. There you go. Stick Right there. Just like that. Get up on the couch. Flip your hair. Wild. Come on, baby. Come on, turn it. Turn your head. Look at me. Look at me like you.
3: Like a fish to water.
4: Fuck it. That's it. (laughs) Now you girls are getting it. See, Fallon knows that. Follow Fallon's lead. Come on. That's it. That's it. Don't be afraid to touch those tits. Those tits are nice. Aren't they? Answer me. I'm talking to you. Good. No laughing. This is not a joke. I this is not a joke. <laughs>
9: the real deal. Yes, Come is. on. <laughs> Ronnie Ford Coppola.
14: <laughs> Dude,
3: Ronnie Sle- things happen. Sleazy Spielberg.
14: <laughs> <laughs> I was showing Whoa. up to take uh I was taking those pictures and I you know I'm just like, oh, you know, stand there or, or do this, and then Ronnie goes, No, 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 no. And then he just takes over the whole shoot. It's
3: <laughs> got shit done. My man knows how to fucking order people around. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Come on, no I'm laughing. Thinking
6: he missed his calling. He should have been born in Afghanistan and be a part of the <laughs> Taliban the way he orders <laughs> women around.
3: This dude could have been somebody. He just you know <laughs> should he was yeah, a big right. penthouse shoot.
6: <laughs> a yeah. top guy.
3: Oh, these girls, Ronnie, were, right, were your speed. They were beautiful, but I just yeah. I, I don't have that in me to do what you do. I don't have it. And you know, I'm like it's too much.
6: Don't be afraid of those tits. Those are beautiful tits. Touch That's him. What That's what we're here for. What are you waiting for?
3: <laughs> Get up! On, I like when he goes. Get up on the wall. Like it must have been a meat hook or something on the wall. Like,
9: Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs>
3: where's your where's your clit? Come on, show it. <laughs> we're not here to fool around. Wow, it's like a dictator. Heavy on the dick. All right. <laughs> Spread them ass cheeks, so you're fired. Come on, you should have right said now. please. Maybe please would have been nice.
6: Gina, I mean, right. even a moderation of the tone—you know—it yeah. would have been nicer.
3: Yeah, uh, he gets—he gets, he gets active. He gets these. But girls I got doing it done. It. Yeah, he got it done. He got it, done. and everyone was waiting around to be ordered. That's it. Gina, <laughs> you're on the air.
12: Hey, Howard. How are you? Hey, now.
3: Okay. Right. Can you hear me. Yeah, yeah. What's up?
12: Um, Listen, I've been wanting to chime in on J.D.'s baseball card collection for a long time. My father, um, here in North Carolina, has collected all his life, and his mother, um, she kept all his collections from the 40s and the 50s, and he collected through my whole life, 60s, 70s, and 80s, and then um, pretty much they kind of took a dive, and not many people were trading anymore, so... We have an entire second room uh, off of uh, our attic. It's just full, like tens of thousands of these baseball cards. And I just wanted to tell J.D., it's hard to unload these things. You have to get them authenticated. And, I mean, I don't know. You go to a middleman and they want big money for them just to put them on their site. It's like, he's got Mickey Mantles. He's got... Rookie cards out the Wazuni, and I don't know what to do with baseball cards that were signed by Joe DiMaggio. So I don't know, JD. I'm not sure this is such a why. This is a hard make her offer, of... JD.
2: Make
3: JD, her buy offer. up the whole thing.
5: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. I smell road trip. Yeah. Charlotte. yeah. Charlotte JD,
3: Charlotte? give her give her a whole fifty dollars <laughs> yeah. and see if you can get the whole thing.
12: That's <laughs> right. <But, laughs> never, never mind, not JD. But I'm just saying it's not in theory it is a great investment i mean i know daddy has told me that some of these cards are worth you know thousands of hundreds
3: yeah they're worth thousands, of thousands of until you have to go sell them then you're sitting there with nothing
12: exactly thank you all right
3: Jean got- is right. obviously upset about her father <laughs> <laughs> um, all right enough of that um hey let me take a break I'm being told that we we are yapping away and not getting anywhere. We're not getting to anything this was, important.
6: Yes, this was way too wide ranging. I don't know how we got to all these topics.
5: Mm-hmm. We were talking about the FBI. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, Ronnie and I were uh, deep in an FBI
3: discussion, and uh, such a good TV FBI, show.
4: Everybody down on the floor. Get I down was so busy. Down.
3: There's three different FBIs that come on every week on CBS. I watch every uh, Tuesday. FBI International, it's FBI, all
6: FBI Tuesday. All, yep.
3: all FBI, three hours of them. So you know, I got to get through them each week, and I love it. I cannot get enough of it. It's the best show on television. FBI and uh Seal, Seal team, team on on Paramount. So good.
6: Well, I just hey, have anyway, to say, I yes. watched Cobra Kai this new season. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I don't know thing. how they keep doing it. It, it becomes like popcorn watching. You can't stop. You got to go to the next episode. It's Really? I good. Watched, oh, spoilers, I watched, I haven't
3: uh, seen it yet. Yeah, it's really good. I watched the whole I thing Cobra wait. Kai. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't you know when they said they were bringing back um you know, the karate kid with Ralph Macchio. I was like, "Jesus, you're kidding me." But man, I Yeah, love who it.
6: was asking for that? You know, that's mm-hmm. like that's what you think, but oh my god, I love the show.
3: Yeah. I like that guy Johnny, the guy who plays the oh, he's awesome. know,
6: Yeah, he's the always band. a mess. He's so
9: funny he's great the music in the show is great too is it yeah all the heavy metal the stuff that johnny listens to i love it yeah yeah i I don't
3: notice all those kind of details i just watch it and then go to sleep it's (laughs) good um but robin's right it's like popcorn you just sit there and consume it if i had a band i would um i would do a cover version of this song it would be really cool People
2: would
3: love it.
6: The kids would be like uh, Gary's son at the Pearl Jam concert, where he said he really didn't know Pearl Jam uh, music, but then all of a sudden he started singing something that Post Malone had covered, and he goes, oh, he's doing that Post Malone song. Uh It was a Pearl Jam song.
3: Speaking of the Pearl Jam concert, I was on my Peloton bike. I understand their stock isn't doing well because I guess they, during the pandemic, everyone was buying these bikes, you know, exercise equipment. And then I guess when the pandemic kind of chilled out of it, they They uh, went back to
6: the gym. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I don't know. I still think it's very convenient to have. Um, and by the way, this is not a commercial for them. I mean, I just use it. I just think it's I very was going to say, do you
6: own that stock? Or are you trying to nope. pump it up?
3: <laughs> I don't think I have it. I don't think... I, no one seems to listen to me about pumping up a stock. I mean, <laughs> if that was the case, SiriusXM would actually have some value. But, uh, yeah, I don't seem to be able to influence the stock market. Nor, <laughs> plus, I know it's not a good thing to try to do. But, um, no, but it just is, is shocking to me because... I was on there, and I was like, gee, this is so convenient. I got the bike in my house. I don't want to go outside and ride. And
6: Well, you still haven't gone out, but apparently nope. a lot of people who switched to Peloton during the lockdown, they hmm. prefer to go to the gym a lot, and people who hadn't gotten Peloton by the time the lockdown stopped, They were no longer interested. You know, at one point, they couldn't supply enough bikes. And then they went to the treadmill and, you know, they were thinking of expanding their little world there. And now they they even bought a plant so they could make these things faster. And there is no demand. I see here the
3: stocks at eight dollars and 51 cents at the start of 2021. It was one hundred sixty two dollars and seventy two cents. But my point was I was on the bike. And the uh, hot instructor, I uh, was taking a lesson with. Uh, what the hell's her name? Can't even Jen think of
6: Saki it. Jen or what? No, that's, no that's not no, not
3: Jen. It was uh, Jen. Is. I take Jen, and I also take um, the other one that I was with, but I can't think of her name, sadly. But uh, she started Jen talking Saki about. Was it.
6: Was the press secretary? I think at one time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, Hannah Corbin. Thanks, guys. Yeah, they wrote down the name. She said she was at the Pearl Jam concert. I'm assuming the one Sirius XM had it. uh, Somehow she got a ticket to the Sirius XM Pearl Jam concert. And I was like, oh. I didn't
6: see her. She had come up and said hello if she was there.
3: Too bad I wasn't there because then Pearl Jam would have had me on stage with them. And then she would have seen how fucking cool I am. And then she would have fallen in love with me. And then I would have told (laughs) her, listen, you can't have me because. Yeah, it's weird. I I like hot chicks (laughs) to see how happening I am. <laughs> uh, that's one of the reasons I got into this business, you know, so I could hang with Pearl Jam and look cool, but I'm not doing any of that anymore i'm I told you I'm the last guy I haven't come out of hiding, even Robin was at the Pearl Jam concert but uh, don't ask. I'll take it up with Jimmy Kimmel tomorrow. He's in town, he's shooting his show in Brooklyn. He does that once a year. Mm-hmm. I once said Kimmel, to Jimmy Why? Kimmel. Why do you bother going to Brooklyn to do your show? How, I mean, does it make a difference in the ratings? And he's like, yeah. I went, so then why don't you be in Brooklyn all year round? If it makes a difference in the ratings, I just don't understand why is it that people get excited when a show goes to a different location. I don't get it. But Jimmy was explaining to me that New York is a big market. And if he goes to New York, the ratings go up in New York. Mm. People like it when he's in New York. They go, yeah, but what happens to your ratings in L.A.? Because that's a big market, too. So it's all confusing. I even said to him, I don't mean to be a a shithead, but I'm I'm being serious. Just get a backdrop that says Brooklyn. Stay in Los Angeles. Yeah, just keep
6: switching. Be in every state.
3: (laughs) Right. Well, that's what I told him at America's Got Talent. When I joined America's Got Talent, they used to do this stupid fucking thing. Where they travel to different states and look for talent. And you know me. I am not looking to travel. When we would travel, it was horrible. Like we went to Texas where they have some festival or something. And we're there in the hotel. And the whole weekend, they're fucking playing music. It's the South oh, by yeah, Southwest.
6: That, that South Texas... By- yeah. San Antonio thing or wherever it is.
3: I don't know where I was in Texas, but it's something called Southwest <laughs> by Southwest or some it bullshit. Was Howard,
5: and it's Austin. And it was South by Austin, Southwest. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Austin. What a miserable fucking place. And I'm there. You didn't see,
6: Austin. I don't know if I could take your word for that.
3: Well, I'll tell you what was miserable about it. The hotel I was in. I go, dudes. <laughs> if, I mean, sorry. I, I mean, you've got literally heavy metal rock bands and stuff playing outside my window. I want to take a goddamn nap. How does this work? <laughs> well, sir, this is very exciting for us. It's South by. I said, I don't care. You're making me miserable with this. I don't want to hear music i don't want to hear it how do i function sir we can move you to the other side of the hotel i go that's irrelevant now i'm packing up my bags they move me to the other side of the hotel i'm listening to the same fucking music you can hear <laughs> yeah, it which, but the they
6: whole, think it's on the other side of the hotel
3: <laughs> and they do it into the night it's like you get no respite and i'm not a. you know i don't go out during the day i stay in my room and wait for me to tape agt i don't stretch tre- i don't walk around He's not a tourist. He's working. No, no. I, I, I'm not going around to see Austin. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I, I, I finally said to them, dudes, why are we traveling? What are we getting out of this? Why don't you just hang a sign and say we're in Texas, but have everyone come to New York? Oh, we can't do that. That's not, re- that's not real. Go, None of this is real. Heidi Klum telling people if they're talented or not is not real. None of it's real. What you, is this the one thing you're worried about being real? Pretend we're it. So finally, they agreed to stop traveling. I changed the whole fucking show. We did the whole show out of New York.
6: But aren't they back to it now? I mean, well, I'm probably. sure Simon likes to get out of the house.
3: Well, Simon <laughs> likes it because it's his only job. His whole job That's is right. being a, t- he's another fucking nudnick, that asshole. <laughs> I mean, he is such an asshole. I can't even be, I, 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 I tell you, he's just a flaming asshole who doesn't know jack shit about anything, but he's making a ton of dough with that show.
6: Yeah. He thought Harry Styles needed a band to be with. Yeah. I mean, what kind of moron thinks that? He finally had gold this weekend. He was an asshole and an idiot to not realize (laughs) this guy is a superstar.
3: And when I met Harry Styles, I go, dude, you're a superstar. You don't (laughs) know these idiots. (laughs) But I told Jimmy, just say you're in Brooklyn. Cares if you're actually, but he's got a good lineup. He's got uh, Amy Schumer, who I love. She's a great guest. Funny woman. Yes then he's got david letterman which is a Ooh, you know home big, get. Big, big get big get yeah for jimmy jimmy comes when he you know when he hears the name david letterman it, he comes in his pants
6: i, I think mean, he's the only person jimmy loves above you
3: yeah like jimmy worships me and uh david letterman but i give jimmy access letterman doesn't i you know i i go on vacation with jimmy yeah jimmy gets to be with his hero when he's with me but, i think um, you're
6: working too hard to get uh ahead in that race
3: <laughs> yeah i mean uh yeah and then i read an interview with jimmy and he's, he's sitting there uh you know praising letterman and i'm like dude i let you in my house you know what happens and i always believe wow. this and it's it's not just a saying but familiarity does breed contempt it's like um i'll bring this up to jimmy tomorrow but Like, like they're in Brooklyn, and we're very friendly with Jimmy and Molly. And uh, Jimmy and Molly invited us to go to a restaurant in Manhattan. I go, dude, I haven't left my house. If I'm going to transition to get out of this whole COVID thing, I'm not going to a Manhattan restaurant indoors. My wife's really bummed out. So I said, why don't you tell them, come to our apartment and have dinner? I'll meet him in the city, but I don't want to go to an indoor restaurant with COVID. We didn't hear back from him. Oh. So you see what happened in the old days? If Jimmy heard he could be with me, one, two, three, he'd get right back to me. Now, Uh now I'm a schmuck. Letterman doesn't let Jimmy in his house. Letterman's like, fuck you, Jimmy. You know, (laughs) who wants to hang out with you?
6: But Letterman's coming to the show
3: letterman's doing the show and he should because you know jimmy went and uh, honored david letterman by uh inducting him into something i don't know what it was some comedy mark twain award or something jimmy jimmy's a good dude that way but um
6: no you know he would love to have you on the show you're not doing that
3: i no one asked me i would have
6: done it sure well he's he's you know doesn't want to put you out no. he's done it before and he knows what that's like
3: <laughs> beth says to me we're taking a walk here so she goes you should pick up the phone call jimmy and tell him you'll do the show i go that's not happening <laughs> going to fucking do jimmy's show
2: Kimble.
3: she goes well why not you love jimmy and you and the people love when you do it i go first of all hey no one asked me number two she goes so if he asked you you would do it i go no <laughs> she goes. What people love when you do it. I go. I don't. I don't want to do it. I did it the last, when I was in L.A. I did it. She goes. That was like three years ago. I go. Well, well I mean, I don't know what to tell you.
6: Seems like it was yesterday to me.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's got Letterman. He could do it, do it with Letterman. Letterman's terrific. He's a terrific guest, and he's probably itching to get on TV and uh to entertain. So there you go. I'll tell you who is still itching to get on. Underdog. Underdog lady. She's just, I got, I got to, I'll bring this up to Jimmy tomorrow when he's on the show. Okay. Uh, but you know, I love Jimmy, so. And I'm not afraid to be friends with him. So.
5: Jimbo Kimble, Kimbo.
3: I just worry that I've, you know, I've given him so much access that now, like everyone else, he's realized I'm just a human being. You know what I mean? And I have my foibles.
6: The luster is off. Yeah.
3: When people meet me, they realize I'm not that much fun. The only time (laughs) I come to life is when I'm doing this show. Other than that, I'm a real fucking drag.
6: (laughs) You were a funny drag, but a drag.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I can be funny if you pay me. If you're not paying me, I'm not going to knock myself out
6: but i mean you know how even if you go on vacation you stay at a separate place you yeah. demand dinner is at six o'clock <laughs> <You're Yeah. funny. laughs> yeah.
3: by the way jimmy's now the longest running late night talk show host on the air so congratulations wow. jimmy and he just signed up yeah. for another three years there you go swore oh, to I me he was, he was quitting
6: thinking, yeah, that yeah. thinking of quitting. Kendall,
3: Kendall. i think they threw some dough at him and he's staying Ooh. yeah yeah and i said you're smart to stay you're good at it and just stick with that he does a terrific job
6: it was interesting last week Mm. when john ham was letting us in on you know the jimmy kimmel parties yeah and uh football days and all that stuff i like that Yeah. yeah
3: and i told jimmy i said you take yourself off that show. Tom Cruise ain't coming to your house.
6: <laughs> With his mom. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe you'll get his mom. <laughs> if
3: you're lucky, you might get Ted Cruz. <laughs> anyway, um, I played some clips of Underdog Lady demanding for appearing on Jimmy Kimmel's Brooklyn special show. Uh, the audience loved it. Chris Wilding talking to Underdog is absolutely killing me. The Hawaiian punch thing. Unexpected intruders. It's all too much. Chris is the ultimate underdog whisperer. He gets Suzanne fired up. Uh, did underdog say she almost killed a mascot with a sword at a baseball game this morning? <laughs> no, it was actually at a parade. Uh, this is a glorious image. I hope she calls into the show next week to talk to Jimmy. Uh, underdog's lady, underdog lady's obsessive desire to get on Jimmy Kimmel's show is hilarious. Props to Chris for keeping a straight face during their conversation. I would burst out laughing. Soon after the segment aired, Underdog started calling Chris with compromises she would oh. be willing to make. yeah because she was pretty uh, excuse the term dogmatic about her demands, but yeah, all of she a sudden was
6: not backing down at all. She couldn't be having any other even Jimmy was not supposed to speak on his own show during her segment.
3: Suzanne called Chris Wilding eight times this weekend, foaming at the mouth, you know, thinking things through. And I can play you some of that exclusive audio, if you would like. Yes. All right. Here it is.
15: Chris, uh, this is Suzanne. One other number I could do, which is uh, three or four minutes long, is the vampire uh, the solo from my old-time ballet version of the novel. The thing is, if I end up doing that. We would have to get another musical composition. Gajotrians, Symphony Number Two. The second movement is uh, is fast-paced, and it's the, uh, the second part of it that I would that, that I would dance to. I hope Jimmy and Howard understand the uh, seriousness of not showing Dracula off as a as a comic. Uh, that that's what degraded him uh, in the last several decades you know that i'm bit serious about him and i have to show him it's horrendous let's make sure that we start our uh, strategic talk reasonably soon okay thanks a lot bye-bye
3: i was happy to hear this last week suzanne insisted she would not cut down her 15-minute performance and what she's done is found something a, a piece of music that is about three minutes long which and would, boy, uh... will
6: she be running through those dance routines? <laughs> yeah. That might be funny.
3: This is the music, by the way, that yeah. she wants to use, which is great music.
6: The second movement.
3: Yeah, for, <laughs> that's right for Dracula. This is a Symphony Number no. Two. Uh, Suzanne would come out, and I assume be Dracula. Yes. Yeah. From, and from Suzanne's uh, seriousness, it sounds like none of this is fun. I mean, this is all dead and no. serious. Yeah. This
6: and if Jimmy wants... This is from wants... a bygone era in her performing. You know, she says this is from a few years ago. That's why it's smaller and requires a different kind of music.
3: Well, you know, originally she said she will not cut down her performance. She had to have specific food and drink. Jimmy was not allowed to appear with her. He can participate, but not appear on camera during her performance. No Didn't celebrities. did you have to have
6: a separate narrator or something? I yeah, forget yes. all the other <laughs> stipulations.
3: And if she appears as Spectrum the Ghost King, she wants this Music. Which I like, by the way. I agree well, with Black Suzanne. Why can she
6: dance Dracula to this? This is, uh, you no, know, so sort of fast tempoed. <laughs> stop
3: it. This is not... That would not work for
2: Dracula. <laughs> this is. It. It.
3: That's Dracula. Come, children of the night. You're... You know... <laughs>
6: Maybe we should give... I, I You know, we got to get some of these performances.
3: Yeah, well, I've sat through a few of them. You, uh, you, you watch those on your own. <laughs> 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 you don't invite me. All right. Well, uh, yeah, Chris, nice job on that, by the way.
7: Yeah, um, she said also if she dances as Spectrum, the Ghost King, that will be on Halloween. That won't be Dracula. Oh. But if she dances as Spectrum, the Ghost King... Uh, she needs to have child dancers she wants child dancers to appear with her mm. as well so she needs a heads up different. so she can train them um right. are we, we torturing people
6: Jimmy? enough we have to torture children too.
7: <laughs> no you're very mean <laughs> yeah robin i mean i you know i've been speaking to suzanne for about a year now mm-hmm. and um i have never heard her this incensed she is so serious about being on jimmy's show whether it's in brooklyn or later well, when he goes back to L.A. She said she I say willing to travel. Yeah. I am going to beg, Jimmy,
3: to put this performance of Spectrum the Ghost King on where she appears with children. Because I want to be there to tape her training the children <laughs> on how to do the dance. I mean,
7: <laughs> she,
2: was,
7: <laughs> she was telling me that they have to dress as ghosts, but she doesn't really dislikes when people take a sheet and put eye holes in it. Right. I, I, I'm I'm not a fan of the of the bedsheet eye hole number. So she has special masks. She would be making for the children. I believe she needs three to four children uh, to dance with her. A spectrum.
3: How long does it take her to train? You know, properly train uh, children to dance with her. Like, could, is it weeks?
7: Is it days? What, that's, what, what, what? A, that's a. Again, you're a great interviewer. That's a really great question. Um, mm-hmm. when when she mm-hmm. calls me for the tenth time today <laughs> i will have to ask her that i don't know
6: well yeah, let me ask I... you something has she ever performed this before
7: i believe so yes i'm i'm okay. familiar with spe- in fact yesterday she was in a parade um and she was performing as irish cinderella which is another <laughs> one of her, uh, <laughs> her uh, irish her
6: cinderella characters yes i asked her i, that I don't
3: want to i had. don't want to open up a pandora's box but there is no such thing as irish cinderella
7: i mean uh it was an Irish. it was an irish themed parade not on saint yeah. patrick's day strangely enough but apparently uh you need to have something irish themed and what she came up with was irish cinderella well i would have argued that one yeah you know <laughs> you, no you don't want to do that i'm telling you when suzanne's on the phone you just you go with it because what if suzanne uh tells
3: you it's going to take eight years of intense training in her basement for these kids to really get the full impact of the performance but i'm looking forward to that please please ask her about that
7: for me well her big not- push is that this year and the reason why this needs to happen now and what the frenzy is all about is it's the 125th anniversary of bram stoker's dracula novel Uh, and so if it it doesn't happen this year she feels she is betraying the history of dracula and she will feel personally responsible all right well i'll tell jimmy and that's a big weight
3: on his shoulders but
6: well, uh you know, Suzanne does have some idea of how long it will take Kimble, because she Kimble. said we need to start the negotiations now so that we <laughs> yes. can get all this done.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> she
6: tells
7: me.
3: Yeah. He's in Brooklyn. I mean, now's the time <laughs> to do it. I, I think that Tuesday night would be good with Letterman, uh, you know, <laughs>
6: it, it
7: would be great. I would bump Letterman. Maybe maybe Letterman yeah. can be the narrator
3: for the Dracula fashion. Oh, show. that would be great. Oh, Letterman would be terrific at that. What a
7: anyone to be comic or make fun of it as she says dracula must be portrayed as horrendous right understood within yeah i got it all right i'll (laughs) talk to jimmy tomorrow thank you um hey there's one
3: other thing i want to address from last week because some of these things are ongoing but last week debbie the cum lady called in and we spent a lot of time with her she wants another shot at blowing high pitch eric and uh, she feels she failed because Eric didn't come. She blew him for three days almost straight, and nothing happened. Uh, She failed miserably, and it's actually upsetting her. Fans wrote us with a bunch of suggestions on how Debbie could make high-pitch Eric ejaculate this time around. Howard, how about getting Debbie the come, lady to wear a Donnie Wahlberg or John Stamos mask? That's got to work, right? If I was Debbie, the cum lady, I would tell Eric to close his eyes and picture his crush, Chris Wilding. No, if she tries no, again no. and doesn't succeed, there are plenty of other fish to blow in the sea. That's true. No, no. But uh you know Debbie, the uh, cum lady, no. for real. She's for real. Nice looking woman, too. Her whole life revolves around blowing guys to get their cum in her mouth and swallow it. And she's blown, or to even get them
6: to send it to her in case of a dry spell.
3: It's crazy, and it's real. Um, She's blown her friend's husbands. She's blown her own relatives. It's destroyed relationships in her life. But Debbie still can't stop. She's a true
6: addict. Does she do any kind of counseling, or does she not consider this a problem? Well, you are something else because I'll tell you what:
3: (laughs) we ask the same questions. And we wanted to get into the psychology of Debbie's cum addiction. We sat her down over Zoom with Dr. Jen Mann, one of the most prominent therapists in the country. Dr. Jen was the host of Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen on VH1 and Uh the Dr. Jen Show on SiriusXM. And um, so I got some tape of Debbie answering. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) That's right, Fred. (coughs) 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 (laughs) (laughs) Walk,
13: (laughs) walk, (laughs)
12: <laughs>
3: I don't think it sounds like that when high-pitch Eric's involved because, you know, the cock isn't that big or hard. But, uh, yeah, there's
6: so, not that kind of action going on no. at all.
3: Debbie says her cum addiction started at age 14 when she watched to porno for the first time. She was fascinated watching a blowjob. But here we go. Here's the therapy session. I'll answer your questions this way. Debbie started the therapy session by giving her own theory on her cum addiction. Here you go.
16: Over the years, I realized by research that I have something called a sexual fluid craving. Mm -hmm. And what it is basically is a um, nutritional deficiency where the only thing that really helps with giving me energy, getting rid of depression, um, I feel, you know, gives me support is sucking on a cock.
3: Dr. Jen wanted to where know what happens.
6: Where she read about that?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I want
6: to know where she's doing her research.
3: <laughs> Dr. Jen wanted to know what happens if Debbie can't get cum. It reminds me of how smokers describe quitting. Listen to this.
10: What I don't give head, I'm irritable as shit. I mean, I'm like... And what happens when you don't give head? Describe the irritability. What does it feel like? It's like a caged animal.
16: I have no patience for anyone, and I attack, verbally attack them, never physical, never did anything physical, verbally attack them, which is kind of worse. I go crazy like a a mad person, curse them out, yell, scream doors. You know, everything gets on my nerves because I need that sexual um fluid i need it
3: debbie um debbie had a dildo in her hand throughout the therapy session she calls it her emotional support penis (laughs) and uh, debbie wore a baseball hat embroidered with the word cum slut for the session so i mean she's way into this for real it's a real thing debbie enjoys getting men off but she admitted she has trouble connecting on a deeper level. It sounds
10: like you had an association between the blowjob and the come and being loved or liked. Right. Yeah, I don't have any kind of connection with any
16: guy I do. Oh. Um, I was married twice, but... I have no feelings for them, none. In fact, the only time when I feel enjoyment when I was with them is when they would sit down or lay down and would take out their cock and it would just make me smile. Just looking at his cock would make me smile. Not so much with him, but if that was the thing. If he wasn't going to let me blow his cock, I was like, you could get the fuck out. I'll get somebody else in here. To me, a guy that can't come, they can't come anymore, to me, that's useless.
3: Wow. That's heavy. That's heavy, Robin. Dr. Jen didn't pull punches with her analysis of the way Debbie treats others.
10: You are someone who has acknowledged that this is an addiction and a compulsion. Your life revolves around it. Everything that you do revolves around it. You have harmed people who care about you, even if you don't care about them, in order to blow their husbands, boyfriends, in order to get this. That you've done, you've left a lot of destruction in your path and and well on one hand i get that you don't care that much about people and what that means and does to them at the same time you also recognize that you would never do this to any of your family members you wouldn't do this to your sisters because you know it would cause pain
16: right and i I don't want to i don't want to cause my sister's pain but you don't mind causing other people pain i don't care
3: Debbie doesn't care about hurting her friends and feels having friends is a nuisance. She even said,
6: does she have any friends?
3: Debbie said that even though Dr. Jen was very nice, she would feel no guilt blowing Dr. Jen's husband behind her back. There you go. So Debbie's on a mad ass tear for cum. I mean, she's blowing high pitch Eric. That's pretty hardcore
6: begging to. That's the worst part. (laughs) Uh, uh, Eric is withholding.
3: Uh, Wolfie pressed Dr. Jim for more insight into Debbie's unique
13: psychological craving. What do you think was the uh, the biggest takeaway from that session?
10: Um, I think that Debbie has a lot of fears and anxiety around getting close to people outside of her family. And I think that a lot of this is a defense against that. And even though she says she doesn't want it, at the same time, she does have friends in her life, but she keeps them at a distance. She won't accept gifts from them. She pushes them away in a lot of different ways. And what concerns me is that there may be a day where there aren't any more family members around for her. And she's very isolated. Isolated and just going from cock to cock and good job there's more to life than just cock
3: yeah robin you need well, to hear that if, too when
6: nobody wants her blowing them that's mm-hmm. the thing you really got to worry about
3: well we asked debbie did the session you know me i'm a big fan of therapy yeah but and, uh, one session i don't know well we did say to her Uh, you know listen you would benefit from more therapy and but we asked her if the session had any impact on her whatsoever
13: do you think that that session was helpful to you in any way um i hate
16: to say no but no
13: so (laughs) there's nothing that the doctor said to you today that makes you want to change your behavior
16: uh no, hell no. I'm not going to change my behavior. you kidding me? I can't. I need to do it. I mean, like I said, like I was telling her, if I don't, I'm going to be pissed. People are going to piss me off. I'm going to be irritable to be around. I mean, I don't have to be around. You know, I mean, it's going to affect my family because they're the ones that I do have to be around. You know, as far as my coworkers, I don't know if I'd have a job. So, yeah, I do need to have it. I can't see why I would change. There's no reason to change.
3: Well, there's a woman who sticks At to her the job. Conviction. Do
16: they know she's Debbie the Cum Lady?
3: <laughs> you know who we just hired? She's a fabulous uh, worker, uh, Debbie the Cum Lady. Um, what kind of job is that? Let me see how good you are with this. We wanted to put Debbie's obsession with Cum to the test. We gave her a list of the most undesirable people we could think of and asked her, Would you swallow? And, Robin, it's up to you now to play Debbie the Come Lady game. Debbie the Come Slut. See if you can guess her answers and, right. uh, and win prizes. She
6: did say no to some people, <laughs> huh? Is that yes. what we're yes. dealing with here? That okay. is correct.
3: Yeah. You have yes but answers I have and no she'd answers.
6: she'd say yes to everyone.
3: All right. First up, would Debbie the Come Lady blow a man? With big, visible herpes sores on his penis, would Debbie swallow his load?
6: Oh. I know huh? she would swallow his load, but I don't know that she'd suck on his penis. Which are you asking
3: me? Well, in order to get the load, she's got to put her mouth on his penis. You know.
6: Oh, there's other ways.
3: Really? Well, I don't know. Well, this is what <laughs> we're talking about. Listen, don't ask him <laughs> okay. any questions. Would she? <laughs> would she blow a guy... With visible herpes sores on his penis? No. You say no. Yeah. See if you're right.
16: I, I would follow the load of a guy that has a herpes sore and just try and go around the sore that's on his cock.
3: Say she would blow a guy with a big herpes sore. So you, you were wrong. You did not do well.
6: I thought I was close to getting it right. All but right. She's just going to try to avoid the sores.
3: Yeah, she would do it. a dirty smelly homeless man would debbie swallow yes you say yes Yes. let's lock her in on a yes
16: i would not swallow the load of a homeless person that hasn't taken a bath in a month i would think that the smell would be too bad for me to get down there Oh, you were wrong goodness. again. You don't I know don't Debbie the don't
6: Understand Cumblady. her at all? <laughs> yeah. Which I'm how really did she proud of?
3: <laughs> well, you're... yeah, right. You should be. But but they. But then, how did she get through blowing Eric? I can't imagine he smells like a bed of roses.
6: I think she made. She cleaned him up. I think she said something about you know, bathing mm-hmm. him. All right.
3: Would Debbie swallow blow someone in a persistent vegetative state? All right, let's lock you in on a yes and see if you're right.
16: I would suck off somebody that was in a vegetarian state. Um, out of sympathy, I would do it. Um, and Also, I would find that exciting. Not that I want to boost myself up, but maybe I could revive him. If I could get him to come, then that's a good sign.
3: Robin, if anyone could suck a guy back from the dead, it would be Debbie. That's her community service. And so you're right; you're on the scoreboard with one yes. Now you're starting Final. to think like you're starting to think like a cum slut. Good for you. Proud of you. Proud of you. All right, Robin. The Boston bomber. I'm talking about the cute one. He and his brother killed three people, injured hundreds more during the Boston Marathon in 2013. Would Debbie swallow his cum or draw the line on the Boston bomber, a horrible
6: human being? Mm, Does she have Mm -hmm. those kind of... Morals. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. He is cute. A lot of people Mm -hmm. say that. Yes. I want
16: her to say no.
3: So I'm going to lock you in on a no. Yeah.
16: No, I would definitely would not. Uh, he Boston bomber was a psycho, so no, I can never blow him.
3: How about Bill Cosby, Robin? Uh, at least sixty women have publicly accused him of sexual misconduct. Uh, would Debbie swallow Bill Cosby's load?
16: I think yes.
3: Yes, you say. All right, yes. let's lock her in on a yes.
16: I would love Bill Cosby. I don't think he did anything wrong. And uh-huh. I, I think he's funny, great sense of humor. I would definitely swallow his load.
3: There ah. you go, Robin. Now you're on a mad tear. I don't, I mean, wow. <laughs> wow.
6: <laughs> I'm doing the opposite game, the opposite of what my answer would be. <laughs>
3: Most uh, real Americans know that Vladimir Putin's a bad guy. He's the president of Russia. He's done horrible things in the Ukraine. He's making those people suffer. But, come is come, would Debbie the come lady blow Vladimir Putin?
6: Does Debbie care about the women and men of the Ukraine? Right. Hmm... I want to say no, she won't blow a tyrant.
3: All right. Marking Robin down as a no. She's trying to think like Debbie the cum lady, that Debbie would draw the line of Vladimir Putin. Let's see if she says no.
16: I would not blow Putin. He doesn't even look like he'd make an effort to give me a good load. He's worthless. Wow. He needs to be assassinated. Bullet to the head, done and done.
6: Wow. She's tougher well, on Putin maybe than- she should offer to blow him because she could get close enough to put that bullet in his head.
3: You never know. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll give you a couple more because you're doing so well. What about Bernie Madoff, the man who stole over $17 billion in the devastating Ponzi scheme? Would Debbie the come Lady Swallow, Bernie Madoff's come?
16: Yes. No, I wouldn't. And although Bernie is a good-looking guy, he was a cheater, he... He um ripped off a lot of people untrustworthy so no I would
3: not. All right Robin you didn't do too well on that one but this one is an interesting one. Would Debbie blow a guy who had a medical condition where in where shit came out of his penis? He defecates oh. out of his penis with yes. Yes, would Debbie swallow shit cum from a man who had that condition?
6: I don't think she wants her cum mixed with
3: but <laughs> so you say no she would not blow him no. she would draw the line all right by the way uh, fred has that condition our own fred norris <laughs> that's
6: how you know about it. <laughs> that's how i know about
3: it it's horrible. man suffers um all right would debbie the cum lady blow a guy who shits out of his penis uh it would be like sifting through dirt for gold as we know here we go
16: I would blow um, a person that has a medical condition. They could shit out of their penis. If he did shit in my mouth, I'd spit it out and try and get the load.
3: Yeah, you're wrong, Robin. She would swallow defecating loads.
6: She's a pioneer, I think. (laughs) She I really, want you to go out. She really I, goes I, to places nobody has gone.
3: I, I want you to go out on a high. I want you to match with Debbie. So I'm going to give you one more. A leper, Robin. Here's an easy one. Would Debbie okay. swallow the load of a leper? Well, if she's Leprosy. F- what? Leprosy is highly contagious.
6: So is herpes. That.
3: So is herpes leprosy you got to live in a cave in india if you have it i believe <laughs> so go ahead would debbie blow a leper
6: as long as the penis was still attached you know things fall off <laughs> when you have she couldn't
3: accidentally swallow the whole penis <laughs> would debbie swallow the load of a leper yes or no yes all right. Let's hope you're right, so we can end this.
16: I would not <laughs> swallow a leopard's load. Um, the, the, the just the diseases, and I don't know what he would have all over him. It just a little would disgust me.
2: Mm,
3: you didn't get oh it right. My goodness. She would not blow a leopard. How about how about this? Come on, get this one right. Okay. A giant, a giant monster spider with a human penis. Would Debbie swallow a giant monster spider with a human penis?
6: Is she partial to human loads, or would she care? You
3: know, that's a hard question. Maybe, it, <laughs> this, maybe this is too I know, hard is for he, you.
6: His human penis has a human load, or is it a spider load?
3: No, well, that's for. Been... Yes,
6: she's she's gonna do
16: it. All right, let's see. If I could get to the spider's cock out of curiosity—that's a big thing with me, curiosity—I would try and blow him.
6: Ah,
3: there you go. Okay, uh, so you, you went out on a high. Good for you. Dude. All right. And there you have it, Debbie, the come-later game.
10: The come oh, yeah,
11: come. Whoa, whoa, Debbie, the come-later. I need a load. Talking about
16: the come-later. I need to have good head. She loves to drink it all the time. Um, yeah.
3: I love a one-minute man. Yeah, well, I'm your, I'm your customer. Uh, and Eric
6: is not. <laughs> one uh,
3: minute. De- Debbie, the come-later, uh, what do you have to say about all this?
16: Hi, Howard. A couple of things. First of all, as far as my sexual fluid craving, that is a condition. Anyone can Google it. It's by Dr. Lawrence Wilson. It's definitely a condition. It's no bullshit. All right. So you're not the only one who has it, and you know others? Well, I don't know others, but I looked it up, and apparently it is a condition other people have that it helps cure depression and fatigue. And, again, I mean, it's it's on there. Anybody could Google it. It does help these conditions.
3: I would Google it, but I'm afraid my tech guys would see that I Googled it. And uh, I'm trying to keep that quiet. All right. Uh, Debbie, what do you want to say? Where are you at with High Pitch Eric? What's going okay. on? Real quick. I don't want to spend okay, any more time on this. Okay. okay.
16: Well, I'm not getting over my obsession with wanting to blow him, so I figured out what I have to do. Since he has fantasies about blowing Donnie Wahlberg and John Stamos, I know what I have to do to turn him on. I have to become a man. I ordered a man's wig, a beard. I have a six-inch dildo. So me and Eric at 69, while I'm blowing him, he could suck Perfect. and play with my cock. I know it'll definitely do it. This is the, And I'm even going to talk with, to him in a man's voice. Do you want to hear my man's voice that I have?
3: Yes, I do.
16: Up. Okay. All right. Eric, shove that delicious crack on my throat. Eric, you're getting me so fucking hard. Keep fucking my throat nice and hard. Mm, I love sucking your balls, Eric. It's so fucking good. Explode in my mouth.
3: Amazing. I have to tell you that. Who is she imitating when she, who
6: does she think of? It sounds just like a guy. Sounds like. Sounds like (laughs)
3: just like a guy. I mean, you're gonna, I think you're gonna be successful, Debbie. You sound like a man. You're gonna dress like a man. Hold on a second, Debbie. Oh, it's Mel Gibson. Yes. Uh, Go ahead.
0: Uh. Hey, Debbie, what about me? Get down on your knees and blow me. Would you
3: blow Mel Gibson, Debbie? You know, he said some questionable things. Would you be willing to blow him?
16: I I would. I could get over what he said. I would definitely blow him.
3: Really?
0: Yes! Gargle my balls. I'm a fucking star. I'm a passion of the Christ. Get in the jacuzzi with me, please.
3: You always sound like you're out of breath. Did you just come in from running? I'm always
0: running, uh, looking for anybody down on their knees. Debbie, please, Oscar Mayer Baloney. All
3: right, thank you. There he is, Mel Gibson, excited about Debbie the cum lady. Debbie, let's work on that uh, male voice again. Let me hear you say uh, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane in your man voice.
16: Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, hold on. Go ahead. <clears throat> the rain and plain, my throat is so sore. Hold on. All right. I'm better with my Eric talking. I think I right, see Eric better. All right, go okay. ahead. Eric, I love sucking your balls. Your cock is so fucking hard. Uh, You're getting me so fucking hard, Eric. Keep coming. Not bad. Explode
3: in my mouth, Eric. Uh, you'll be happy to I know, uh, uh, Debbie. Eric, me Debbie, uh, Fred just came when you did
2: that. Howard,
16: he... <laughs> right, I'm going to have Eric explode and pass out with pleasure. This is definitely going to happen. Yes. I have no. Com- I'm so confident about this. I'm, I'm so dedicated to this. I'm going to make him come, and I know this is it. I got like a man today. you know
3: who you sound like a little bit as a man um a wolfman jack the famous disc jockey i worked with him back at nbc you kind of hey this is wolfman jack you know a little bit robin you remember wolfman
6: mm, i don't yeah. know no you don't think so i'm not buying
3: it. do you mind saying w n b c here's uh santana go ahead
16: w
12: n b c
3: <laughs> very
16: good better my throat is so sore i've been practicing because i'm so invested in doing this i'm so excited to dress up uh, in my pictures
3: you keep talking like. like that you're going to end up uh, on a fifty thousand watt am station in mexico if you play your cards right i'll tell you that
6: now, here's what i was thinking yes. maybe in order to you know try this out and see how the man voice is working that she should try to have phone sex with eric as with a man's voice yeah Oh,
3: that's good. Okay. We'll have to, well, I'll like i will all line right. that up. I will line that up. Yeah.
6: Okay. Yeah, we should try it out.
3: Well, okay. uh very good. You got the man voice. You sh- and Debbie is serious about this. She's going to come into New York. She's expensing all of this. She's serious. Uh she's practicing a man voice and she really believe it or not, I know people think this is bullshit. It is not. She it's blew not Eric the Eric for th- high pitch Eric for 3 days. Straight didn't get him to come. No, 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 uh, paid for no, his hotel, no, no. paid for his meals, and she sees it as a challenge. And she's going to blow Eric again uh, when she comes to New York. She's going to fly in on her dime. She's going to get a hotel. She's going to pay for his meals again. I'm and she is
16: gas to come and see me. Pay for his tolls over the bridge, whatever it takes.
3: Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. All right, Debbie. The you sound uh, you sound good, and you sound like a man, which is exciting. Okay. Here. Tell me she doesn't. Here. Here's Wolfman Jack.
15: You know, people call me up on the telephone, man. See? And they say, Wolfman, I'm on a Hell, yeah, Man, somebody hollered at you during the daytime, or somebody got on your case, or whatever the situation was. But you let that
1: person get to you, and you put your...
3: I never knew what the hell he was talking about. Met the man a couple <laughs> of times. I wasn't sure exactly what he was saying, but she's got that thing, you know, that he has. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Debbie. Fabulous, fabulous uh, woman who says she loves blowing men. She needs to blow men. She wants to blow high pitch, Eric. And I got to tell you, there's method to that Eric's madness because uh, Eric was smart not to come. Debbie keeps whining and dining Eric until he does. This could go on for years. And uh let me tell you, the, this guy knows what he's doing. He's gonna get a couple of more meals and a nice hotel room out of it. So uh It'll Debbie. Be
2: epic.
3: And Debbie's a very beautiful woman. Don't get you don't get me wrong. I've looked at pictures of Debbie. Very attractive. Uh, you'd say, well, there must be something wrong with her. No, no. Uh, it's she's attractive. Be momentous. I'm
16: gonna make yep. I'm gonna do what everyone said Eric can't do. I'm gonna be the one.
3: All right, All right Debbie. I wish you luck and uh, maybe I'll line up you with your man voice to talk to uh eric Mm
2: -hmm.
3: you know normally he's on the phone but i don't see him on here now
6: maybe he got turned on by debbie's man voice
3: maybe
16: he's jerking off right now
3: yeah uh debbie uh, robin asked an interesting question earlier i just wanted a quick answer do people at work know you're debbie the come lady or do you keep that separate
16: yeah, no, I keep that separate because Good. I do clients okay. and no, yes. but I do hold my emotional support dildo in my um, like behind my computer. I do have to hold on to that. That I definitely need. Wow, so what I an addiction! I drive and everything. I have that oh. always.
3: All right, so we learned something. Bernie Madoff, no. High pitch Eric, yes. Shocking. All right, there you go. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Look at that! What a lovely woman. I mean, yeah. who would want to? She's been thinking about this,
6: and now she's come up with a whole new plan.
3: She's going to go as far as to buy a wig and dress as a man. (laughs) Just to blow high-pitch Eric. I love it. I think it's fabulous. Uh, By the way, I probably should take another break. I'll come back. I'll finish the rest of the fan feedback. I'll finish your phone calls. I have a bunch of things, Robin, I uh, need to talk to you about. Of Mm -hmm. course, always... Bruno Mars, there's a, um, there's a Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, interesting guy, you know. He wrote this song. I I assume he wrote it, and uh, that's the only song I know of his. But uh, now they got a remix of this song that somebody did. I was listening to, and that's a smart career move. Like, just write one good song and then have. 50 different versions of it.
6: It's a great song. Yeah, A lot of people are doing that. I was reading about somebody who just died, and they had one song that got some traction, and then they put it, you know, so it was on his first album. Then he put it on <laughs> yeah. the next album. Yeah. <laughs> He's
3: like, hey, man, what do you expect? I'm going to write 50 of these things?
6: <laughs> this is the one that works. Did you see that the... Uh, Rihanna is going to do the Super Bowl. Yeah, I,
3: I wasn't all that charged up about it. Like, what happened to her? Well, hasn't I didn't she know she the...
6: was still in music. I thought she was a fashion designer now. Right. She hasn't put out an album in six years.
3: You know, Chubby Checker had 493 versions of the Twist.
6: Absolutely. I'm not kidding. He was smart. He even that tried guy. to ch- do something called the Peppermint Twist or yeah, some other yeah. kind of Twist. You know, he tried to change the Twist.
3: I don't mean to brag, but I'm a pretty good dancer. I was known for the Peppermint Twist the way I did it.
2: <laughs>
3: a, lot of, a lot of kids would flock to me back in those days when I would do the Peppermint Twist. But um, <laughs> Yeah, I wish I knew the name of the new remix. Mm. I actually heard it when I was doing my exercise bicycle and the woman played, um, my teacher played the... Uh, new remix of Bruno Mars. And I went, oh, smart.
6: Oh, that was what was happening in your Peloton class.
3: Yeah, yeah. While I was looking at my Peloton teacher's tits, I was listening to the <laughs> new Bruno Mars remix. Um, yeah, it was like it's like, remember the Monster Mash? There was a dude named Bar- Bobby Boris Pickett who made the Monster Mash, and that dude mm. was smart. He made like a shitload of versions of the Monster Mash. He had, you know, and Bruno Mars has got like, you know, this one song, Locked Out of Heaven. And then when I heard that, you guys don't have that, do you? The Locked Out of Heaven new remix? Hm. I don't know. They cut off the. I thought maybe that was coming on. Oh, yeah, here. I hear something. Let me have
6: it. I think that's in your mind. <laughs> no, I heard something. <laughs> Oh, here it is. Oh.
3: See? Why not? If I wrote a hit song, I'd have 50 versions of it. Because I can't come up with another hit song. It's too much work.
6: I don't know if this is it. Is this it? Well, think back to bicycling and see if it re- <laughs> registers. I don't remember This. Did you stand up during any time in this song?
3: (laughs) No, I I find all the classes where there's no standing up. (laughs) I do. It's called Advanced Beginner. They never make you stand up. It's great. Yeah, I'm like, fuck standing up. See? (laughs) It's like 50 versions. You can't
6: tell it's the same song.
3: Exactly. There you go. See? I told you. was all jacked up i was pedaling away to this you should have seen me my short shorts you would have you would have touched yourself you wouldn't believe it i got off the bike i was all charged up i found my wife somewhere and i go you make me feel like i've been locked out of heaven when you take my heal your sex away i was singing wow listen to what's going on here
6: I don't know. This is a lot of stuff
3: going on. Oh yeah, they threw everything but the kitchen sink in on it. They got every effect known to man. Listen to what's going on. It's like a, it's like a Transformers movie. But why not? The guy's like, hey, fuck it, go crazy. All right, I've had enough of this. Mm. Yeah, the Monster Mash was like that. This guy, this guy, Bobby Boris Pickett, he had, he had a hit song. He wrote the song in 1962. It was called Monster Mash.
6: And the great uh, thing was that every year, you know, people were looking for music to play for Halloween. Yeah, this was the song.
2: <laughs> I was working in
15: the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie
0: 80- my monster from his slab
3: began to rise. And the poor guy, you know, he probably, I mean, I don't know everything about Boris Bobby Pickett, but, or Bobby Boris Pickett, whatever his name was, but I'm sure like when this song hit, he, he was probably out of his mind, you know, and yeah, cause it was like,
6: huge. It was
3: huge. He probably, this is it. This is the start. And then, you know, it's like, shit. Where's I, my next one? I
2: don't have, <laughs> I don't well, have first anything tried, else.
3: Exactly. First, he tried a Christmas song. <laughs> and uh and what he did was he just changed the lyrics of monster mash to create monster's holiday like i would have gone just try to create a a new song but yeah, no he yeah. just like fuck that
8: Before Christmas, went all through the
3: castle, See? my monsters were heavy.
6: no this was bad management.
3: Yeah, the <laughs> <grand>
0: and, <laughs>
3: and then I remember he had monster motion. Uh, that was, uh, there was, you remember the song Locomotion? So he did monster yeah. motion.
0: Well, I just flew in from Boris's pad I sped that fool, he's going mad. He's locked in his lab, counting his cash that he gave.
3: Then came the uh, the Transylvania Twist. What is it?
1: Here,
7: Transylvania
3: Twist. See, was a sad story.
6: Yeah, I wonder what these did. Did they all just like die on the vine? They never yeah.
3: started. Yeah. He should have done what, uh, Bruno Mars does. He got 50 versions of, uh, I feel like I got locked out of heaven.
6: Nobody had heard of <laughs> a
3: remix at that time. Then the guy was getting frustrated. He came out with Werewolf
13: Watusi. I remember that one. (laughs) I'll tell you something juicy about this dance. You call the Watusi. You think it's something new? Well, that's not so. It all really started 400 years ago at the graduation.
3: Now he's like, what the fuck do I have to do? Did they ever
6: listen to these things and say, no, that doesn't have the (laughs) same, you know, Uh, magic?
3: Listen, they didn't know. They're like, you know what? We didn't think <laughs> the first thing was going to be. They
6: not Monster Mash
3: hit, right? No. They are like, we don't know what we're doing. We'll just keep releasing this. That was the Monster Swim.
13: My name is Boris. And back in 62, the Crypt Kickers and I brought the Monster Mash to you. But now it's a different bag. And mashing is a drag. When the lights grow dim, we now do the Monster Swim
3: i think after the monster swim i think everybody gave up and that was it then all of a sudden rap came about the big rap boom of the early 80s and boom 1984 monster rap came out oh dear yeah yeah they gave it one more shot
15: I couldn't teach him how to talk. My favorite sister
2: that hunts back who wastes
6: his time in DJ's
13: courses. I have to get this. Don't be a cop. Hey, DJ, get the
6: monster He's
3: got a shock the body. Shock the body, body. Shock the body. Shock the body, body.
6: Shock- nah, didn't happen. Oh boy. Is it this guy still around?
3: I don't know. If he, if he is, God bless him. He tried. <laughs> but I would have advised him, just stick to the Monster Mash and just put out different versions. He tried one more time. 2024 presidential election. Uh, I mean, 2004, not 2024. What am I talking about? I was say, to what
6: did you just say? Uh,
3: you, I was testing to see if you're paying attention. You didn't even <laughs> blink. You didn't even blink. Uh, during I, I
6: the two, was thinking about it. It was
3: 2004. Bobby Boris Pickett put out a song critiquing President George W. Bush's environmental policy. <laughs> It was an anti-deforestation song called Monster Slash. But uh, here you go.
15: We were hiking in the forest late one night when our eyes beheld an eerie sight. Our president appeared and began to frown. Then he and his friends cut the forest down. They did the forest slash. It was brutally brash.
2: Slash. Public
3: opinion was mad. I don't think you, oh, It didn't fly. Uh, 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 the guy's handed me a you know, Boris Bobby Pickett died in 2007 at the age of 69 after a battle with leukemia. So he's oh. gone. He tried, though.
6: But if he I will see bru- what he did in all those breaks, you know, between, you know, the 60s. You know, he tried all those different variations yeah. and then he stopped for a while and then he came back when rap came. what was he doing in the interim
3: i don't know i'm <laughs> sure he had a, a an anti-cancer song when he you know <laughs> i'm laying in bed and my body is being eaten by a horrible disease and i don't even want to meet him <laughs> i'm working in the lab <laughs> tried to find a cure I'm working in the lab trying to find a cure but for tell you the truth I'm a big bore <laughs> yeah he, you know there's a whole bunch of topics he missed September 11th he didn't do I was walking, is it I was walking through New York on the 11th of September when I saw a frightening sight I would always remember there were shrieks and screams and a rotting smell when Manhattan became a living hell. It was an attack, a monstrous terror attack, a monster attack. Two towers fell in a snap, There was an attack. The planes were all hijacked, it was hijacked in a monstrous terror attack. I mean, He missed that one. Yikes. Thank God he missed that one. It was one late night in Mar a Lago. FBI agents said these documents gotta go. I don't know. Mar a Lago to go they laid him off they put the documents on the floor sloppily they put the documents down they had the documents trump wasn't happy about the documents trump was going crazy under the documents the fbi i could uh, there's a lot of songs he could come out with <laughs> he tried everything but it didn't work
6: January 6th, the, What would he have done?
3: Oh my God! <laughs> there was an, There was a terrible insurrection on January 6th, and poor Liz Cheney felt it was wrong. He should even just try. He should just read the news over this.
2: That's right.
3: <laughs> there was an insurrection, and we couldn't believe it. They tried to steal the election, and then we saw. They put together a committee, and now we have a January 6th committee. It's a committee. We're going to get that Trump. It was a committee. He's on a major slump. It was a committee. Oh, that Liz Cheney's wild. It was a committee. And now about this, there's an old lady in England, they thought she was never leaving, but to everyone's surprise, the queen died, and she died, yes, she died. (laughs) I don't know, that could have been a franchise that went on forever.
6: (laughs) With every big headline.
3: I was taking a shit, I was sitting on the bowl, and I mean, it just doesn't end. But, uh, yeah,
6: I like. I do really wonder about his life. You know, did he go to parties and say, oh, I'm, you know, Boris Bobby Pickett or Boris Pickett? Of course he did.
3: That's how you get laid. (laughs) Women are impressed by that shit. I bet you he got some nice residuals from that song. Uh, By the way, I did want to read you. The fans have written to us. Robin Rooster from Louisiana called in to debate John Hine and Wolfie on the quality of fast food items. The fans had a lot to say about this call couple of people appreciating Rooster's fast food recommendation. Howard, you nailed it. Rooster totally looks like a chicken McNugget. That being said, (laughs) always trust the fat guy's opinion on fast food. He was spot on about Wendy's breakfast. So people went to Wendy's based on... He
6: likes the French toast sticks, Mm -hmm. and they're agreeing.
3: Yes. I can't believe, Howard, I was influenced by Rooster to go to try the new food at Wendy's, but I'm glad I did. Those French toast sticks are delicious. Tell John Hine to let him ghostwrite Fast Food Maniac Volume 2. There you go. There you go.
6: Well, John did say he was going to be checking out the breakfasts as he should. Yep. Because he's the fast food maniac.
3: John made a commitment to that. Wolfie claimed Burger King had the best fast food hamburger, and there were a few fans who agreed. Wolfie is spot on. Burger King burgers are far superior to McDonald's. Maybe he should be the new Stern Show fast food expert, not John Hine. Howard, John is totally wrong about Burger King. Where I live, there's always a line of people waiting to order. Their flame-grilled burger is awesome, and their onion rings are even better. Yeah, I I was uh, um a... I'll tell you the truth. I used to, I was fat. I mean, I was heavy. Robin knows this. When you're that fat like I am, you don't really give a fuck about taste. You just want to fill up that belly. And uh, I I found a little difference between Roy Rogers, Burger King, and McDonald's. All of them fit the bill.
6: Oh, I could taste the difference, but you just take, you ate all of them.
3: You don't care. (laughs) I mean, what kind of schlub cares about that? I mean, it's crazy. Uh let's see what else they wrote in. The audience was appalled by John Blitz's report on John Hine's ordering habits at In-N-Out Burger in L.A. It was great to hear John Hine and his passionate opinions on fast food this morning, but if I was a fast food employee, I would be terrified to take an order from John. Now I know where the maniac and fast food maniac comes from. (laughs) I assume when John says get it right, he means spit on my burger. Who behaves that way at a restaurant, fast food or not? Hit him with the Hine! John is passionate about fast food ordering etiquette. He, uh, he Here's an excerpt on how to properly order at the counter. Listen to this. I, I wouldn't take this advice, but here's John Hine from his book. As
1: you wait in line, look at the menu board above and prepare your order. It's unfair to save this task until you approach the register. Keep things moving and know what you want from the get-go. And when you're ordering, be specific. This is your order, which you can customize any way you would like to. Once you pay for your order, do not move. Do not step aside. Do not let them take the next person's order. They should be working on your order. And standing there like a rock keeps the focus on you. I'm 6 feet 2 inches tall, so I can often obstruct whoever's behind me. that's the part i would ignore
3: i mean uh, this guy he's crazy he's blocking out the rest of the line i agree with john you should be prepared when you walk in know what you want for christ's sakes don't get up to the register and start umming and awing and uh i don't know what i want uh let me uh let me look at the menu no it's
6: worse than that they get up to the cash register and then they look up at the board like All the time they were in line, they never looked up at the board. And now they're reading the board while you wait behind them.
1: Here's John Hines' uh, condiment etiquette. Heading over to the condiments area, you should already have in mind what you're going to need for your meal. Straws, napkins, and ketchup are a given. Don't take 57 of each. Just take what you need. Five napkins is safe. Lap face wipe, hand wipe, small spill, and courtesy for others. As for ketchup packets, four should be plenty. And if you end up not using them all, be sure to return them to the pile. That's good fast food karma. Now you know your order is correct, you're fully loaded with your condiments, and you can sit down, relax, and enjoy your meal.
3: The reason I love uh, his book, it's a master class on how to become a diabetic. And uh, you should really pick up a copy. I... I-
6: but by the same token, this is not a hygienic to go back and put your ma- you know, mustard or ketchup packet back in the pile.
3: Listen, why don't you write a book to counter his book? <laughs> what I like to do is block the other customers from the counter using my huge ass, blocking <laughs> them out much like a hockey player.
6: Well, it's great that, you know, because of the size he's gained from eating fast food, he can block out the other customers.
3: What you want to do is eat McDonald's every single day till you get to the size of an elephant and then (laughs) block out all the other customers with your ass. They'll be afraid and, and they will leave you alone.
6: And you know, when John is standing there blocking out the other customers and glaring at the cashier, he's not smiling.
3: Oh, no. He's a whole different John. (laughs) Oh, a lot of people weighed in with Fisty Gary. Uh, Some fans loved it. You guys killed me the last couple of days with Fisty Gary, the uh, phony phone call. That was a phenomenal acting performance by Baba Bowie, dare I say it was on par with Daniel Day-Lewis himself, wow. Wow. Howard, uh, as disgusting as that was, Wolfie should be commended for bringing FistFest into our lives. Gary should be given a medal for that call as well. That was, without a doubt, your best prank call ever. The majority of fans wrote us and said they were disgusted by Gary, Gary, Howard. That call got me into fisting, as in taking my fist and punching myself in my ears so I wouldn't have to hear anymore. That was the most vile thing I ever heard. Fisty Gary made me sick. I was sweating and holding my hand over the speaker. I had a hard time listening, but also didn't want to miss anything good. Thanks for making me dry heave on the way to work. Oh, my God. So, I mean, a whole bunch of things. People well, enjoyed I'm one.
6: glad that I have developed a short-term memory. This is the first time I'm thinking about Fisty Gary. Since we left work on Wednesday, there
3: you go. Well, you're developing a thick skin. That's good for you.
6: Yeah, because that was really it was disgusting. It was horrible.
3: Yep, fisty Gary. A lot of people wrote us too. They liked the game where I um, I was the game show host and you played who farted. You try to guess which. <laughs> Staffer's farted. They liked it. Did I, I didn't think any of those right. You got a couple of I think you got one or two right. Yeah. You did okay with that. You were actually quite good at it. Here's a sequel. Did they fart? I'm going to play you this. This is a Monday Night Football. Uh ESPN ESPN analyst uh, Dan Orlovsky made a fart-like sound. Tell me if you think it was a fart or not. There is okay. some controversy. There's there some controversy about this. This is Dan I I I won't give you my opinion yet. You tell me.
1: Their quarterback is the most indefensible quarterback in the NFL. Now, the big The
7: big the big change is the commitment to running
6: the football. I think that was a fart. I'm with you. <laughs>
3: On Twitter, Orlovsky denied he farted. Adding the classic line, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Um,
6: So he thinks it was a fart, but he's saying he didn't fart.
3: (laughs) He called into the Michael K. show to explain that he did not fart. He... um, All right. I, I, I No offense to this guy. I don't know him, but I, I'm not buying it. Here's his Here's his excuse.
5: No, it's not. First of all, I wish it was a fart, but my microphone's got <laughs> my mouth, not my butt. So, like, the people who think it's a fart, I know it sounds
8: like it, but put one and one together. Um, long story short, I thought we were taping. I did not know we
5: were live. And so I was speaking, stumbled over myself, and was like, oh, no, no, no like, good job, idiot. And all of a sudden, my ear, my producer,
4: like, we're live. And I was like, oh! Um, so it was more just, like, me misspeaking and making it with my tongue, like, um, mm. and kind of going from there. So hilarious, but uh, not as funny as it sounds.
3: The guy's on Monday Night Football, and he doesn't know he's live on the air. That's what I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't add up to me. Maybe I'm missing something here. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to call the guy a liar, but uh, I he's didn't think I was that the on... the
6: mic would have been too far away. Do you buy that?
3: Well, maybe I do. Maybe maybe he's right. I don't know. Who cares? What to me, you... it's a fart.
6: I think he ought to just say it's a fart. It's better.
3: Well, remember on Larry King <laughs> Live when he farted and uh, his mic wasn't anywhere near his ass? I mean, he, we true. heard it clear as they Here, This is a Here's a classic. I'll take you down. Larry King Live. He appeared on... Uh, yeah. is he? I think he was on Good Day LA. That's what it is. And Larry King was live on Good Day LA. Here you go.
13: This thing with the sequestration. You have been through everything, especially when your show was from Washington. Oh, yeah. yeah. Comment on that.
3: I'm sad about it. Yeah, I heard it. And, you know, the mic wasn't... Close to his ass. No. <laughs> How about this clip of Larry from his show on CNN in 2002? You're
6: Let's telling first me the my, thoughts. Larry was a repeater? Yeah. <laughs>
5: Let's get first the thoughts of Congressman Roback on what you've heard so far. You see any any optimism here? I'm, I'm listening to a lot of people who don't really... Uh... Did you hear it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, it's probably enough show. I think. Tried watching Dancing with the Stars. Did I tell you about that? I think I did.
6: No, we were talking about you watching Dancing with the Stars because you wanted to see what's the girl's name from the back. because nah. she has a wasn't that body good body or something.
3: Yeah, she. Knew. Her outfit was disappointing. Ah. So I didn't care about that. And I was I watching I thought
6: I was going to watch it because Arnold's son is on it. But I didn't.
3: I watched it for that. Yeah. Yeah.
6: How did yeah, he
3: dance? <laughs> it was fine. I mean, listen. <laughs> the kid did nothing wrong. You know, his dad uh, fucked the maid and that's how he's here, I.
6: I love I that know. he he's Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, but he's what?
3: Joseph Somebody Baina? Baina? Yeah, Joseph Baina. <laughs> <laughs> and all they talked to him about is his dad
6: and yeah i mean, don't know it's it was if you want reminding people that it was the maid the maid If you want
3: to if you want to get into it he seems like a nice kid and everything but you know i always like when they i was like how are they going to introduce him they go and now joseph beina bodybuilder and actor which is what arnold was you know yes. and uh i don't know i mean the the kid's got a good physique you know he obviously works out with weights but he I keeps can see posing that he
6: was a bodybuilder but where's yeah, the but, acting
3: well <laughs> the acting i don't know about i mean he's an actor i guess but i don't know what he's appeared in but then he and then like he flexes a lot like he does the arnold schwarzenegger oh, famous pose a lot right right and um No offense to the kid, his muscles aren't as impressive as Arnold's. You know what I mean? It's not like, I wouldn't call myself a bodybuilder. He's a guy who's in good shape. That's it. He He might call
6: himself a trainer, right? (laughs) Right. Somebody who, you know, is into average fitness and teaches other people how to lift weights.
3: There's a lot of people on that show, they don't know how to describe who they are. Like, I remember last season, Olivia Jade was on, and it really should have been, Olivia Jade, she's the girl who cheated to get into college. Yeah. Not even that great a college but her parents fucked up and you know they paid some guy you know like that should be the description and you know with the uh, with the kid arnold's kid be you know his father's arnold schwarzenegger and he had sex with the maid
6: <laughs> his mom was the maid
3: <laughs> His mom <laughs> is not Maria Shriver. It's the it's the
6: maid. Well, see, I think there's like a second class citizen status here. Yeah, because I don't like they're that. the Maria Shriver kids, right? No, first no. tier, <laughs> and then this kid. I don't even know if he has a tier.
3: Yeah, I know they treat him shitty. It <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. He's a good kid. I mean, he seems like a real. He you didn't do
6: anything? No, but it's like. He's half boy, half maid.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So I watch, I watch him. I like him. He seems like a a nice kid.
6: Well, let Um, me ask you something. So I I saw some pictures of uh, one of the Kennedy kids. I mean, one of the Kennedy kids. One of the Schwarzenegger kids had a birthday. And they were saying that Arnold and Maria got together to celebrate this kid's birthday which is sort of like all the siblings were there but i don't think this vena kid was there
3: and he should be there yeah i want him included but all right anyway so i watched for him he's there was only a couple of people i was interested in the last girl who went was a girl who when she was a little girl used to get on tiktok and dance and now she's got like 47 million followers or 254 million followers or something. Wow. And she was kind of cute. I liked looking at her. Now she's grown up. And, um, but yeah, so I watched Joseph Baina, Arnold's son. And I watched Gabby from The Bachelorette. I watched, oh, for God's sake. And Selma Blair, I had to watch because she's got MS. Oh,
6: that's right. She's, on
3: and she did pretty good. But I mean, the shows, most of the people, oh, hi, Arnold, uh, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, everybody. I watched hi, your son. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hi. Yeah. I watched yeah, your son, yeah. uh, Joseph. Listen, yeah. I'm very, very excited for my son, you know, because if he wins, the Dancing with the Stars. I'm considering letting him use the Schwarzenegger name. You know, <laughs> right? Oh, I see. Yeah, that would be yeah, a that would be a real win. Unfortunately, yeah. he only you know he's got more made jeans than uh, you know than mine. You know, he does look muscles. like your yeah.
3: your ex girlfriend or, or yeah, I don't know why you refer to her, but he he he's got your muscles and but he's got he uh, he looks more like um
0: yeah yeah. yeah. Is it like average body lifting weights? But you know. He, you know he can he can't really lift the weights, but he's great at mopping the floor. He's really oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: Arnold.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Arnold. I like the kid.
3: I, I'm I'm rooting for him. I mean, uh, I think he's had probably a tough time in life. You know, of but,
0: course, uh, of course. And you know what's tough is that he doesn't have an accent. He doesn't even sound <laughs> like a Schwarzenegger.
3: <laughs> right, right. Well, listen, tonight's episode is going to be themed as Elvis night, so I imagine uh you'll maybe you'll go and watch him dress up as elvis
0: right
6: that's what well, i was wondering if, he, if he's gonna know, show up yeah
0: yeah i you mean know, i i think in this uh, routine is probably going to be dancing with a mop so you know it'll <laughs> oh, be come expensive. on it's so silly. listen you should see uh, this with the swiffer it's fantastic <laughs>
3: listen you you have by the way i want to compliment you you know a lot of guys wouldn't stand by their son. I see in the in the tabloids. You're always with him. You're you're trying to have a relationship of with him. Of course, I'm just yeah.
0: kidding. You know, I love my son. He's fantastic. Right. He's a chip off the old mop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. Okay, thank you, Arnold. Uh, there you go.
3: There you go. No, but there were a lot of people on the show who I, I don't care about. That's the problem. And uh, you know, and so- what
6: about this two-host thing with uh Alfonso Romero Look, and uh, Tyrese. I Vittes. don't. The guy,
3: you know, I read something that blew my mind. The guy who used to host Dancing with the Stars,
6: Tom Bergeron.
3: Thank you. Tom Bergeron. The reason he got fired from Dancing with the Stars, when they decided to have a Donald Trump's ex press secretary, whose name eludes me, uh, split, uh, Sean, Sean Spicer. Spicer, Sean Spicer. Yeah. They did well when Tom Bergeron heard that he said, "Listen, I don't think it's right." Spicer was lying and blah 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 blah. Remember, he lied about the crowd size. He says, "I don't think it's right to have Sean Spicer on," and they fired Tom Bergeron and had Sean Spicer on. He put his foot down, so. And now look at them.
6: They're streaming.
2: (laughs) He was good
3: at it. He was good at it, Tom Bergeron. He's a good host. Now, Tyra, I read a thing today. They're saying they brought in another host, uh, a guy, because she makes too many mistakes. And the fans Mm -hmm. are upset. They're already angry with her over the first episode. Because I guess when she reads the, the board... Or something there's some kind of mistake. I personally fast forward through that. When they read the scores. You don't and everything, hear
6: what she's reading, you're you're no. already on to the next dance.
3: No, I don't mind. <laughs> I, I I don't care. I don't know you I don't, don't think you need they,
6: a host, you're fast forwarding through all that anyway.
3: Right. So I thought to this guy maybe he was brought in to read the board or something for her, but I don't care. I, I always just fast forward to the people I want to see dance. And I want to see hot chicks dance in little outfits. But uh, you know, maybe the outfits will get better. We'll see. I don't well, like yeah, to maybe watch they're
6: working their way up to the best. They
3: always out Well they always bring in like five or six old people. If I want to see old people, I'll look in the mirror. <laughs> I uh I want to see young, attractive people dance. Like they had Cheryl Ladd. Now nobody beat off to Cheryl Ladd more than me when I was a young man. Um but you know, listen, she's an older lady now. How's she doing? How's she doing? I don't know. I fast forwarded <laughs> right through her. <laughs> But Tyra Banks, oh, no. the fans complain about her. They don't like her. And then Tyra, it seems the big beef is she always blames the problems on the producers. And the fans are upset about that. Like, what do you mean the producers? You can't blame The buck has to stop with you. Now, personally, I think I I would blame the producers, too. Why not? <laughs> I would never Look, take blame.
6: <laughs> we had a president who blamed everybody but himself for whatever was going on in the country. It has become precedent now to do that. Blame this someone is, else.
3: This is why the fans are upset. I'm giving you the controversy <laughs> of Dancing with the Stars. That's what's going on. But uh, what can I tell you? That's it. That's it. But um, last week, every minute, we're running out of time. We have the, now they were on a streaming service. Let this stupid show run as long as it wants. Yeah, they you got nothing again.
6: but time.
3: They're not on network TV anymore. And people should be allowed to curse. They, they're treating it like it's, uh, you know, who cares people if they be run over? People
6: strip if they want.
3: Absolutely. Get <laughs> your titties out. Do something. You want this show to last? <laughs> right. Nip slip. Something. I put it on. Titties. Beth was asleep three seconds later and i'm sitting there watching it myself <laughs> which is embarrassing
6: <laughs> you have no excuse now what are you
3: doing watching this? i know it's like you know oh okay your wife's asleep now and i put on something manly no <laughs> i watch it she, she wakes up next morning how did um how did uh arnold schwarzenegger's son do <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Anyway, yeah, I'm watching it. So, all right, look, we'll get together tomorrow, Rob, and we can have another Yenta Fest. We'll talk about everything. Jimmy will be here tomorrow. I got a couple of things I want to talk to him about.
5: Jimbo Kimbo.
3: Right. We'll talk to him about the whole uh, underdog lady and having her on.
6: And are we going to talk, you know, because he did make an apology to that woman after he laid on the floor like a dead man uh, yeah, she we, was giving her he did not Jimmy acceptance speech
3: i don't know i think he committed to it the woman I said it didn't dark. bother her people were looking to just get him you know what i mean i i you can't try anything on tv anymore he did a bit where he got you know pulled out by will arnett on and he dragged him out so jimmy was in character as a as a drunk laying on the floor you can't suddenly pop up
6: drunk yeah
3: you can't say i'm not drunk now you got to commit but there was a big brouhaha yes we'll we'll bring that up
6: see how much he yeah. created that situation
3: what's this note underdog will not sit in the audience at jimmy's show well yeah what does demeaning. that mean it means she's listen i wouldn't sit in the audience either if i'm going to be there i want to be
6: on No, she she doesn't want to sit in the audience. I thought we were talking about her appearance. Not like, uh, you know, oh, you can come see the show.
3: Yeah, no. I think Jimmy might have said, hey, come see the show. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm there to perform. All right, Robin, there's a lot to (laughs) I (laughs) have
6: one thing to say, Howard. I have to, to mention this before. You know, I just want to mention, you know, there's an end of an era happening in tennis.
5: Because what Serena
6: happened? Williams just right. retired and now Roger Federer if there was if Serena is the queen of tennis Roger is the king of tennis. Right. And he played his last match. He had to retire because he has knee injuries that are no longer going to allow him to play tennis at the level that he was used to. And so they had a farewell ceremony this weekend for Roger Federer that was just really beautiful and incredible and serene did you was get emotional out I did get very emotional I what's going a on in that house what
3: is going on in that house of yours
6: I had an emotional weekend you know that'
3: <laughs> deadly yeah I know
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean uh, you, you, you know, watched maybe, the the guy re- I mean uh, are you spending a lot of time crying I'm gonna get you on uh, some pills <laughs> what is,
6: what's no, going on just this weekend to you know do you know that at he was playing uh doubles that was his final match playing doubles with his greatest rival in his career rafa nadal okay and at the end of it he was crying rafa was crying All the teams were crying. Every guy in the arena was crying. And Rafa and Roger were sitting next to each other, holding hands and crying. Oh, my God. Because Roger is at the end of his tennis career.
3: It sounds more emotional than the Imus in the morning final show. I mean, uh,
6: wow. Yeah, Imus was the only one talking about how great he was on his final show. So
3: were you crying <laughs> as you saw these guys crying? Is well, that what was I going did, on?
6: Well, I did tear up. You should have seen it. It was beautiful, you know, because he thanked his his wife. And, you know, I thought about the Tom Brady thing because he said, you know, his wife could have stopped him long ago. But instead, she helped him stay on the court because she knew how much that meant to him and his children who are now old enough to understand who he is and what he they were crying it was just amazing the outpouring of love for this man and what he's done in tennis for the last 20 years and we say thank you wow look
3: at you Wow! All right, Robin, uh, crying you, in her home you, over mistress. tennis. You. Okay, you're not you're
6: not Again, doing I coffee miss- enemas anymore, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's just been amazing, amazing for the sport, an amazing human being. <laughs> I think I have a new song.
3: <laughs> Roger was the king and Serena was the queen, listen right now and hear me sing, they did the mash, they did the tennis mash, they did the mash, they did the tennis mash, there's a new era in tennis, and Robin is sad. We think it might turn out very, very bad. The athletes get old, then they have to retire, but their impressive careers we get to admire. It is a mash, it is a tennis match, it is a smash. As Robin Watts the match, she is a match. It was a tennis match, it was a match, it was a tennis, and then there was Billie Jean King and McEnroe, they all did the mash. A tennis smash! It was a teary tennis smash! It was a <laughs> tennis match! It was a tennis match! Robin, you love the tennis match! Hmm, I might be the new Bobby Boris Picket.
6: Yeah, may- maybe. I think you need to work on those lyrics a little bit, but you could mm, say no, that listen, a new era lib. is. Is being born. Most of you know this was a competition between Europe and Team World. This is a called the Labor Cup, and Team World has lost four years in a row to Team Europe. And John McEnroe is the captain of Team World. And this year, most of the people competing were Americans, and for the first time, Team World beat Europe.
3: Well, okay. All right, so was those gonna...
6: were all young guys.
3: All right, I was going to do another song, but I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to let you uh, <laughs> ponder that. All right, Robin, you're a big tennis fan. Everyone loves that. And uh, tomorrow we will uh, get together again and do this all over again. It was so much fun, but uh, we have to stop now. And we'll see you tomorrow.